Hey everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. How you doing? Bonus episode, Thursday. We back. Back again. ALN. Back again. With a bonus episode. That's right, baby. Bonus episode. Hope you guys have been having a great week, by the way. Uh, thanks for subscribing to the podcast and listening to it. Been meeting so many uh, ALN fans live here in LA. It shows. So dope. Um, been performing uh, quite a bit recently and uh, did a show tonight uh, with Bill Burr at the Comedy Store. Bill Burr, Sebastian, Ali Wong, met Margaret Cho for the first time. Uh, sat in the uh, green room at the main room at the Comedy Store with Bill Burr and Brenton Biddlecombe, a great comic who's uh, at the Comedy Store all the time. And, and uh, Brenton and I just sat there and listened to Burr talk about Billy Bush and then the Lakers. And like, I asked a couple questions to kind of keep the conversation moving and we basically just sat and listened to bill bird do bits he's that honed in on his point of view that the guy just talks in bits it's fucking unbelievable he's it's so good and then he went out there and did this billy bush bit and it was like <laughs> my god by the way try to say that 10 times fast bully bush billy billy bush bit billy bush bit so he did that it was unbelievable and uh he's just he's just the best um anyway week's been great Joey Mack show, one week left, then I go on the New Kids Cruise next week, which Brad will not be coming on, sadly. Uh, the movie that he's shooting extended some days, and uh, and Brad had to bail, so I'm flying solo. But uh, I will I will bring enough fun uh, to make up for the lack of Brad. For the lack of Brad, by the way, sounds like a one-act play that I'm putting up at the Intamon Theater next fall. For the lack of Brad. <laughs> Tonight's performance of For the Lack of Brad will be played... By Denzel Washington. Never. Um, so yeah, Brad's not coming. Bummer, but I'm still going to have a great time. Joey Mac show has been going great. And, uh, and it'll be nice to have a little bit more free time back. Um, today's episode is with a guy who is not only one of my and Brad's favorite comics, he's just an incredible writer, uh, a well-traveled headliner. Everybody loves him. You know him from Drunk History, Not Safe with Nikki Glaser. Uh, he's a recurring character on the Netflix show Love. Uh, he's got so many great stand-up specials, of course. Um, <laughs> I like his I liked his old stuff better. Was was his laugh special, uh, Whiskey Icarus, and his new special, Loose in Chicago, which is which is coming out October fifteenth on Comedy Central. Um, he's unbelievable. He was so fun to chat with. We went we went long on this one. We went almost an hour and forty minutes. I'm talking about Kyle Kinane, baby. Kyle Kinane, fuck, so funny. We laughed so much in this one. It was really, from the get-go, just so silly. I met Kyle a few times here in Hollywood, and then uh, when I was working on Adam Devine's house party in Hawaii, Kyle was headlining a show in downtown uh, Hawaii at uh, Hawaiian Brian's. Shout out to Shane, uh, who runs that show. Hoping to get out there soon. Shane, come on, what's the hold up? Let's make it happen. Um, so Kyle was doing a show, let me do a guest spot, and then we kicked it that night, and it was uh, just so fun. Dude, the guy, um, his story is pretty great. From just his early start in Chicago, working at a warehouse, how he kind of found comedy, how he was attracted to it, his uh, early upbringing in Chicago, and, and just hearing about how never uh, people don't really leave where he grew up, and so it was a big deal. Um, and uh, his, his journey into comedy and opening for Patton Oswalt and, and uh, <laughs> doing drunk history and blacking out. Uh, it's just a lot of fun uh, from top to bottom. 
And I know you're going to love it as much as we did talking to Kyle. So enjoy this episode. Follow Kyle on Twitter at Kyle Kinane. Check out his new special, Loose in Chicago, October 15th. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. Follow me on Twitter at Funny Brad, the podcast at ALN Podcast. Uh, tour dates, AdamRayTV.com for all that info. I'll be in L.A., uh, the Laugh Factory tonight at 8 o'clock. I'll be at the Ha Ha headlining two shows in North Hollywood at the Ha Ha Comedy Club. Um, two shows, 8.30 and 10.30. Uh, get your tickets at hahacomedyclub.com. Uh, and then Saturday, I'll be at the Laugh Factory and the Comedy Store. Um, so really pumped. And then, of course, October 28th and 29th, headlining Flappers in Burbank. Uh, come out and see me. going to be doing uh, an hour. My boy Avery Pearson going to be doing some music with me. Uh, get your tickets at adamraytv.com. October 28th and 29th, Flappers in Burbank. Uh, all the rest of my dates through November, December uh, at adamraytv.com. Brad Williams this weekend is in Albany, New York at the Funny Bone. The Albany, New York Funny Bone. So go see Brad there. October 13th through the 16th, Albany, New York. Uh, And then Brad will be at Levity Live October 27th uh, and 28th in Oxnard, California. Oh, I'm sorry. October 27th through the 30th in Oxnard, California. Go see Brad. Levity Live. Uh, tickets at uh, at improv.com and funnybone.com for all those shows. All Brad shows at bradwilliamscomedy.com. Of course, all the merch for ALN is at astoymerchandise.com, E-S-T-O-Y merchandise.com. Get your hats, shirts, mugs, posters. Bring them to the shows and, uh, and, and show us your support that way. If you haven't given us a five-star rating on iTunes, do that right now where you're listening to the intro. Go to iTunes, type in about last night, click on that fifth star, comment on the iTunes page, helps us climb the charts. We appreciate all that love. This week's fan of the week, uh, I met in La Jolla at my shows at the Comedy Store a few weeks ago. Dude's a, a diehard ALN fan. Uh, has been to a bunch of my shows. Uh, came out again and, uh, and was dope. Chatted up about the pod and life. Uh, his name is Jake Phillips. Jake, you're this week's fan of the week. So shoot me your uh, address at uh, aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com and we'll send you some ALN merch. All right? Thanks for listening, bro. Now we got the tour dates out of the way. Those are the Twitter handles. That's the merch info. And now sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the one and only Kyle Kinane. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and listen to a dope podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. It's about last night. Is that just delightful? I'm a little bit more stoned to be like, (laughs) no, it's all headphones sound real muffled, right? <laughs> like you're like you're not hear anything, right? No, is it good? Is oh. it noise canceling? Yeah, Does baby. Because it's because can, it's can, it's canceling all noise, like <laughs> even 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 the noise of you talking. It's the noise of my thoughts. It's really, <laughs> so clean. It's just, an open, it's just a, a, a salt field. Salt field. Oh, I don't know. What <laughs> salt flats. That's what. It is. Oh, you know what? We you, we were going so well. Here, you want to start that over again? <laughs> and we're and back. And three, two, one. Do uh, you? Uh, one of the spots you did tonight was Viper Room, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. How? Uh, I just did that show, whatever, for the first time, and it was like a, a, kind of a cool spot for comedy. 
Yeah, I didn't think it was. Good. I never went to the Viper Room. I went Me there for the first time maybe two years ago to see a band. Yeah, or two or three years ago, I was just single. I just took myself on a Sunset Strip date, which maybe you wow. have more access to living here. But I, you know, that's a big deal. I, yeah, I you're in, over. I live in where where aging hipsters are supposed to live. I live in Silver Lake. <laughs> Silver Lake. I was about to say <laughs> Silver know, Lake. Okay. I know my place. What if you said Glendale and you were just so removed from the well, real I hipster mean, culture? I live by uh, you <laughs> know <laughs> Armenian hipsters. <laughs> Glendale. I yeah. By them. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like this is no. You see, you think this is good chain. This is fake good chain. <laughs> I, li- I live where they film I don't the do Fast real. and the Furious, but without cameras. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you want to be. I love how you say you're the hipster, yet the only guy wearing a fedora in this place is me. Yeah. So I Brad, can't, that's I a can't new really acquisition. That's a two. That's a, this is a two month old project. That's yeah. Too, and I say know. project because you know you don't know. This could be a phase. I don't know. It, yeah, fedora is going to be a phase. Uh, probably. Um, if fedora is real, you you work as a waiter at a magic theme restaurant. <laughs> If that's a regular thing. You know what? I think it's going to be a phase. I don't see myself as a 45-year-old man with a fedora because I just feel like I have to buy the Porsche then. What makes you see yourself as a – how old are you? Uh, 32. A 32-year-old man with a fedora. That's the interesting question. Uh, you know what? Why uh, are you better than a 45-year-old man with a fedora? Because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in my 30s and I don't have gray hairs yet. Once the have, gray hairs come. I have no hair and I'm not going to fuck with a fedora. I think – uh, <laughs> Admittedly, I did have a, a brief fedora moment. It, well, you, we, I've always. By the way, a if that's guy, not the name of your memoir, yeah, <laughs> Kyle Kinane, a brief fedora moment. <laughs> yes, that time, I think the time I went swing dancing once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, it just look like a salt from a distance. <laughs> He's just shaking that girl all over the place. <laughs> Does she owe him money? What's going on over there? I feel like dwarf and fedora could be like what you, if you roll double threes in the new Jumanji, like that's what you get. Whoa. I, I, I think- see, for me, that sounds like a, like a craps term because I don't know how to play craps. So like someone would roll something and go, ah, oh, it's a dwarf and a fedora. Everyone wins. <laughs> Oh, it's slang, crap yeah. slang. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, don't get snake eyes, but if you get a dwarf and a fedora, people, that's people, a good night. People don't know if they could take their money off the table. Yeah, just staring at you like, what are you, don't touch anything. I don't know. It's dwarf and a fedora. What the fuck is that? I have a dwarf fedora open for Guar once. It was my favorite. Dwarf fedora. That dwarf is fedora. maybe the Solid greatest band. <laughs> Solid band. They all, they, all, they, all, they all wear like yarmulkes, so they're tiny hats, but then they look like fedoras. I mean, that's... Yarmulke fedoras? That's the Poster for sure. I like you that. You can't stylize a, a yarmulke, can you? But, but people I, do, why people are you looking at me? We have a Jew in yeah, the room. You can look this way. Turn to the right, just like the Torah. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, like I'm gonna know that. <laughs> I look like I, I look like I'm still shaking the smoke out of my outfit from a cross burning. I'm gonna know how the Torah works. <laughs> Sorry, I got ash all over your living room. <laughs> Isn't it some sort of Shoshana right now, too? God, it so, seems so disrespectful. Oh, my God. Some sort of Shoshana. You know I mean, what? That, I mean, that's, so... that's, a, that's a Jewish sitcom or a black sitcom. <laughs> it works for both. Some sort of Shoshana. But by the way, like... Tuesdays on UPN, after Moesha, comes some kind of Shoshana. Some sort of Shoshana. Eh, You're already... The first one was canceled. You already I forgot fu- the name of it. So <laughs> but for a lot of non-Jews, like, that is their, their lack of understanding, like... That I, that I would be the same way. Like, isn't it a, some sort of Annika or Shoshana? Like, there's yeah. some the two major holidays. Yeah, yeah. aren't you fasting for something? Yeah, there's always. Like, I never even. I didn't 
know a Jewish person that I was aware of yeah. until I was probably 22. I'm wow. sure there was Jewish people around around I, you. I never saw anybody in a yarmulke. It wasn't yeah. like I grew up with Greeks and Italians in the suburbs. Well, where you, I was from. You were in a small town, in Illinois. No, like no suburbs of Chicago, like 20 miles west. Oh, okay. So there was Jewish people there, but I never not like in any prominence. Like I never went to a, a bar mitzvah, a bat mitzvah. I oh, never really? Went to any of those? Oh, you never had the joy of ice sculptures? No, no. <laughs> it had to be like, wait, yeah, where would I? I, I like maybe one time when they blew out the budget on a homecoming, they had like a shitty ice cup. Like the one that already was like looked melted. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, this they wanted one, it. This was from a wedding down the street, yeah, yeah. and we just got it for the football well, stadium. Everybody loves swans, all right. Lighten up. <laughs> this is true. So, yeah, yeah. So if you're I, not I around, the, I didn't. I don't know the whole. Yeah. Well, Spiel. What were, so what was mainly? Hey, and that's the Yiddish word. Right, so well done. You no know more I, than you th- saw yeah. that coming. I was like, let's see if they know. Let's see how Jewish they are. Huh? All right. Wait. So what uh, in the suburb? What part of Chicago? Uh, it's a town called Addison. It's okay. like twenty miles west, and it's in DuPage County. Is it near Highland Park? I have a lot of friends from there. I know Highland Park. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Highland Park. I think is north. Like New Trier High School. Does that ring a bell? New Trier. That's like that's money. I think they got. We got wealthy friends. That's um, well well to do. I don't know. Beck Bennett's from there. Um, okay. I was just, uh, I don't know how I wound up looking at the Wikipedia page for Winnetka because, no, somebody, fo- I think like Wait, a, dude, a, a dude from Fallout Boy followed me on Twitter. I'm like, <laughs> I fucking remember uh, like being at parties with those dudes back because I was in music and stuff. Like, so back in like 96, we were like, you were in Fallout Boy. I'm like, yeah, everybody's in a fucking band. I get it. <laughs> But then I looked at the for oh some reason I, I was like, wait, where is this guy from? Because I was like, uh, like South Suburbs at a party, met these dudes, yeah. And I saw it was when it was Nutri High School. I saw Beck, but I saw all these people that graduated mm-hmm. from that high school. I was like, oh shit, like these are real notable, like, yeah, big roster of celebrities. Yeah, Cusacks went there. I think. Wow, I think. both. Yeah, I, well, or I all three John came up. John Jonah, and I think like there's isn't there like a Larry Cusack who uh, just didn't get, his, yeah, didn't Cusack, get his due? It's, it, 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 it's like how Listen, Bill Clinton has a Roger Clinton, yeah, yeah. or I'm, I'm good Cooper Manning, and I like to do model trains in my spare time. Is that so bad, everybody? At do Christmas? I have to be an actor? Yeah, no, okay, let's all talk about our new projects coming up. Uh, I got a line. I got nine sixteenth line. Now I'm putting together. We're talking about projects. You fucking dicks. That's got to be the worst at those like family holiday get-togethers where oh. you are like. Like I was, uh, you know, like Tony Dan, like there's probably like a Danny Danza sure. or like who just got the shit end of the stick <laughs> who's there being like, you know, didn't have his sitcom, but yeah, like model trains or he so, trying yeah. to get a sandwich shop well, off the ground. I, I mean, Stallone's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the classic example is Cooper Manning because Peyton Manning and Eli are Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. What's Cooper doing? <laughs> what is Cooper doing? Just out there. <laughs> no, just like asking them for money. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> I don't know what Cooper's doing. Guys, You bo- between the both of you, you have all the money. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I just have some. I'm just looking for you to co-sign. Yeah. I'm not even asking for money. <laughs> I'm just looking for you to co-sign on this Centra. Yeah. So so, so, were you surprised to see how many famous people are from your area? Well, that and that was like northern Chicago. So that was like, yeah. it does play into this interest that, that ob- I mean, it's a very obvious statement that people of like wealth and fortune mm-hmm. tend to be successful because... They're not burdened with the uh, regular woes of life. Like, oh, I'm not going to go pursue my dreams because my lights are going to get shut off. Right. And so you're like, oh, yeah, wealthy parents, good neighborhood. Of course, it's filled with, I mean, uh, uh, what's his name from Rage Against the Machine, the guitar players from up there. Oh, nice. Like, Tom Morello. Yeah, yeah, Tom yeah. Morello's brother. And I look at my high school. And we Whose like, mom now opens the concerts. I just saw really? Prophets of Rage. His mom is 92. 
She comes out in a walk and goes, Hi, I'm Mary Morello. Oh, God. And get ready that. for the best fucking band you've uh, ever okay. seen in your life. And That's the place cool. just she goes up shit. How, yeah, yeah, it's great. How bad are you going to feel if you're the sound guy who just turns one dial wrong <laughs> and there's some feedback and it kills her right <laughs> It's How like, bad are you going to feel so like, why is she walking in front of the monitors? No! And she just bursts in the dust. <laughs> this is so bad. Just you one have, single... Just, you have like oh a moment. Is this how the show starts? Yeah. Yeah, some people would be like, yeah! Like, oh, how'd they get that woman to disappear? Is it a magnesium pot? She just dropped below the stage, right, guys? So it's like that moment from like... Back to the future when it starts yeah. off and, you, whoo, and she just like flies out. Yeah, it just disappears. Like, I hope this is planned. I hope, Mrs. Morello, Miss Miss Morello, are you okay down there? Well, you're right. Like, uh, uh, what were we talking about? The Tom Morello. I, well, just I, how they come from like privilege. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have so they have time and yeah, not and, and, and not a lot of pressure. They, yeah, they have if not caring parents, then at least wealthy parents. That sure. When you don't have to worry about making a living, you can just be. You can be an asshole, or you could be a maniac about the thing you're trying to pursue, yeah. and with blinders on, not worry about uh, how am I going to pay my bills, how yeah. right, right, pay, right. You know, and how am I going to take care of myself? Because I look at my high school, I think we had the notable. I made the Wikipedia page for no, so that's yeah, well, baby. that's how low the bar is for Addison, Illinois. Leon Sphinx lived there for a while. I think when he was down on his luck. <laughs> Had a condo in my hometown, <laughs> and then like I think he's on the list. Yeah, and one a woman who was a playmate of the month in like August of 1979. All right, counts. <laughs> I don't even know if she still lives there. She's just from there. She's from, <laughs> hey man, people still might have moved out. Yeah. <laughs> It's all right for them. There's yeah. a, there's a, uh, there, uh, I, I'm on the page for famous people from Fullerton, California, where I'm from. Okay. And then uh, also on the page is a porn star Jenna Hayes. Okay, sure. So uh, hey, there you go. I like that that that's what we come. That, that's what we bring to the table. Give it up for Wikipedia being like, you've you've uh, you've excelled in your field. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. <laughs> no Regar- judgment. Regardless of that, you've excelled in your field. People right. know who you are. There you go, Fullerton. There yeah, you go. Give you there you go. Too. You sucked. You've sucked a lot of dicks. You've done and, it well. That, you know, and that's just me. So, yeah. <laughs> you know what though? I, <laughs> <laughs> who, who, who knows what Jenna Hayes had to do? If we're My put, God! If we're putting Brad on, we got to put Jenna. So if it's, if it's, we're just going by. Just going by did you have uh, consume D's? <laughs> That's like a deep cut yeah. uh, MLB stat. Like, how <laughs> many consume D's? Yeah. Do you know? Do you, do you know any of those guys are like? Oh well, what's that pitcher's whip? What the? What does the, that mean? The, the only person that can have a whip is Indiana Jones. That's it. You can't be like... And Jenna Hayes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Finally, they're mentioned in the same sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, the guy that doesn't understand BDSM. <laughs> oh, are you an archaeologist? Ow, this hurts. <laughs>
I love them, man. I'm like I I'm I know people that like especially kind of like look you can't handle working. And I was raised with like I, like you didn't get to bitch about having a job. My family's like, no, that's life. No, you have to have a job. That's yeah. life. You don't get to just fuck around. Yeah, no, don't bitch about it. Bitch they instill that early. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like you know, you're gonna have to work. So and, don't bitch. Like, okay, I'm get something I can deal with. So yeah. what were some of these? Where like a Costco type situation? No, just straight up. Like where I'm from is a giant industrial center, like right. DuPage, because it's centrally located in the country. So your shipping costs are low if you got to ship to all different parts of the United States. You want to have the shortest distance. So I worked at a I worked at a, a donut factory that would deep freeze donuts and ship them all over the country. Oh so, man! So there was moments like it's 105 degrees out in midwestern <laughs> humidity, and I'd be like a full snowsuit in the deep freeze. <laughs> like people drive by thinking I'm nuts, and I'm, I'm just out there just shivering in this in this like Arctic snowsuit. Oh like, my god! Oh my god! Give me something. Let me lay on an engine block or something. This fucking suck. It did what? Just like. <laughs> Every now and then, when you just like open the door, like yeah. like, like just like uh, well, I, I I need some sweet relief. Or yeah. you get there and you didn't know you were working. It was like and it was also a where- it was a deep freezer that was a warehouse, so it's yeah. still like three stories tall, and you're still driving Damn. a forklift in this freezer. And you get there, I'm like yeah, we're in the freezer day. I'm like I would have brought boots. I'm wearing my fucking Airwalk skateboard <laughs> shoes. I'm getting frostbite in July. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm just going to show up to pool parties with black toes because I'm <laughs> in the deep freezer over the weekend. It's so fun. Uh, one time. Uh, I, w- I went to Vegas and they had I forget what hotel it is but they have that uh, ice bar where it's like the oh, whole yeah. bar is ice essentially yeah. and you're yeah. sitting on ice and you're the drinks <laughs> like you could eat like yeah the the drinks are served in like an ice glass and like you walk in going oh man this is gonna be awesome it's an ice bar and then they give, they give you these huge ass parkas and you walk and you're like no no I'm fucking miserable right now <laughs> like this is like People from Minnesota walking out in February yeah. going like, oh, yeah, this is just what we do. Like, <laughs> yeah. why the fuck why, am I paying extra money to do this? Yeah. And it's also people from Minnesota coming to Vegas to get away from Minnesota. <laughs> you want to come to an ice bar? No, go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, I don't want to go to an ice bar. No. You mean like what? What my backyard? You want me to do my backyard? Yeah. You mean have a cigarette at a bar in Minnesota outside in, in January? Yeah, That's- no, I don't want to do that. What would you uh, listen to or think? I mean, is that... I mean, you're 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 stand up. You're such a good writer, and I feel like well, having. I mean, what, so I'm very curious, like what you would be listening to or thinking about when you have all that time to Man. yourself. Well, I'll ask, and I'll say to both of you guys, like, do you remember when you first started stand up? Yeah. Was it frustrated? Were you like, I couldn't stop because I didn't know what hack was. Yeah. Yeah. I just couldn't stop writing about anything. Like, yes. Yeah. Anything, I dude. I just found pay. I just found thought. notebooks from like the first two years that I probably. Uh, at some point, maybe I need to go through and actually see if there's something that could be uh, adjusted to now. But I mean, so much, dude. Like anything. It's just, and also, like, what a nice time to be like where something's brand new to you and yeah. you don't know the rules. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. just get to consume all of it. And I was like, ooh, I got the wrong change at a, at a restaurant. I had to get different change. I had to change my change. There's something there. I just write down, change my change. And just, <laughs> just write down, change my change. Down. You'll, you'll remember it. That it's could be my catchphrase. With, yeah, yeah. It's filled with so much ridiculous shit. Like, what the fuck was I yeah. thinking on this? Oh my but God. that was also the same time that I was working in these warehouses. So again, like, all right, I found the thing. I love doing. I didn't plan like I was, there was no like stars. My like oh, I'm gonna make it as a comedian. It's like mm. I found. I always I actually always use the the same analogy of like a model train set. Like I found the thing I'm gonna do after my shitty day job where mm. I get home. All right, I made enough money to keep the lights on. Yeah, now I'm gonna go tinker with a thing that makes me happy. If it's uh, if it's guys like they got a 
a card game they go to. Yeah. You know, they play like you play roller hockey or whatever you do. Yeah. That's your Thursday and Tuesday night that keeps you from punching everybody at your day job <laughs> and, and screaming at your wife or your kids or whatever. Right? Yeah. And so that's what stand up was gonna be for me. And then it just went well enough to where I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna start thinking about moving forward like, oh a warehouse job. You want to be a manager? No. 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 Mm-hmm. I want to do this. I don't want to be in ch- I don't want this to affect as soon as this I clock out, I don't want to worry about this place. Yeah. And so, when was that moment when you started to realize, like, I mean, I only I, I went to college for seven years. Oh wow! Off and on. Like, All right. Not, like, I not feel because. like <laughs> I I feel like it's the uh, Tommy Boy joke where it's like, yeah, those people are called doctors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it, 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 the most uh, stereotypical uh, lead up to just a a just a straight white stand up comic from the suburbs, like. Loving parents that weren't rich, so I had to get a job, but I also got to dick around at college. They didn't pressure me in anything, which mm-hmm. means I fucked off and took seven years to get a bachelor's <laughs> degree, mm-hmm. and not even in anything, because it was finally the final place I was at was a liberal arts college, Columbia College okay. in Chicago, which I was there long enough that they made me graduate. They're like, you have all the credits for a bachelor's degree. I'm like, I don't want to leave. So if I leave here, I just have to get a job, and then that's you were, my life. Yeah. So you I were Van Wilder. You're yeah, just like, yeah. I don't want to go anywhere. So it was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was Kreischer. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you loved college? Did you just love, was it no, you, not p- because, putting it off, but yeah. But it wasn't a party. It was in Chicago. So what I liked is like, okay, I can stall my adulthood by taking classes. Oh, and look at me. I'm still going to school, so I get to feel righteous. Even yeah. I was taking improv. I was taking creative writing, and I was just taking stuff mm. that seemed fun. I wasn't following any curriculum. But by the way, all that stuff is like contributing to what you're doing. It At does. least it's you're flexing that muscle a little bit, right? Yeah, but I don't know if I if <laughs> the stuff I learned in college actually came. Like, the only thing I really got like, oh, I met a guy that I saw at an open mic, and he's like, yeah, there's all these open mics. You should come do them. Yeah, and that's you get the connections out of it. But, well, you have that great zip zap zop bit, so you got that. Uh, zip zap. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> Four people listening to that were like, "What? Zip zap zap? You're it's right. The greatest it's improv not that game inside, ever, is it? I guess it is. Yeah. Eh, no, what are we gonna bust out a Czechoslovakia boom shaboom <laughs> reference? I don't know. Well, I don't know what that means. Go ahead. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't. I, I, I took one class at improv. That's oh, okay. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I was like, all right, this is kind of dumb. <laughs> and it's not. I get why it's there. But yeah. I was like, I just didn't want to get. I just like. You better enjoy this improv class, Kyle, because otherwise it means 50 hours a week yeah, in a yeah, warehouse. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do part-time. I'm going to do part-time. I'm going to take this improv class. Yeah. Give my all. So uh, I, I took an improv class at USC, and in my improv class, future NBA star uh, Nick Young. <laughs> Nick Young was in my improv class, and he played one character the entire time. Like, no matter what the scene was, he played the same kind character, of and the character was a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> Would he have the same lines? Yeah, he, he, like his he was basically doing like a weird offset of Chappelle's crackhead, like oh, yeah, sure. I'm cra- oh, I'm crack, yeah, and like he like he was just doing <laughs> that hilarious. in every scene, like no matter like no matter what you did, you'd be like oh, so we're uh, can't believe uh, we're on the moon, <laughs> yeah, can't believe Armstrong, oh, I can't believe is there any crack on the moon? I've been <laughs> smoking these moon rocks. <laughs> <laughs> he right. would just come in and, ju- right, and just right. do that shit, like all right, it's medieval times, we're slaying the dragon and getting the princess. I drag dragon eggs. It's like crack rocks. They're like, what? Really, Nick? Uh, What's yeah. that rock that the sword is stuck in? <laughs> I smoke that rock. 
I'll smoke that rock, get the sword out, get the princess. That's I, how it worked, right? You know, I just don't know the fable. <laughs> I don't know the fable. I bet it crushed every time, though. It did, because yeah, we were all like, oh, here comes. Yeah. Because he probably laughed as he did it. Like, oh, he, he didn't did. think I was going to do this character again. He would make huge, grandiose entrances like like we don't know you're about to go into your crackhead character, Nick. Was it was it all re- was he already going to be in, like, you could tell he was going to be in the NBA, so he's like, well, yeah. they're making me do something at college. <laughs> yes. Improv. Oh, yeah, there yeah. we go. There, I had a couple athletes in my classes, and you just saw how they were not trying at all. Because, like, I, it's not, I'm, like, everyone in here is trying to get rich. I'm going to be rich. Like, it's yeah. already pretty much guaranteed. So it's just, like, I just I don't give a, qualified. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. But uh, <laughs> he was always, yeah, but he was always a nice guy, uh, yeah. Nick Young. He, he was a great dude, just, and, and played a very convincing crackhead. <laughs> I, I want to go back real quick before uh, uh, we continue on the path wrong, but, like, how, was Kid Kinane funny? Were you, like... In your school uh, or with your with your folks? Yeah, I was I was like funny to my Kid group. Kid Kinane would be a great friend. rapper, Kid, by Kid the way. <laughs> Yo, I like like more of a sharpshooter. Yeah, <laughs> shooting shoot holes through nickels, <laughs> shooting holes through buffalo nickels. Kid Kinane, fastest gun in the wish. You know, we normally don't allow the Irish in this, but <laughs> Kid Kinane, he's something else. Uh, if, I mean, like, did you, did you, did you get your... talking about the real world, not have this fun improv thing we're doing over here? All right. Okay, I'm, I can keep going. I, I can right. do a, a Westworld reference. It's, it's a saloon. They don't like the Irish. <laughs> Nick, what's your character? Man, I tell you. <laughs> there's gold in them their hills. I tell you, they're cracking in their hills. <laughs> you ever see City Slickers? That was based on a crackhead. <laughs> Curly's gold. Talk about that rock. <laughs> Curly was a dude I knew lived under the bridge. <laughs> that was him. <laughs> that was Nick Young. <laughs> Crackhead, anything. Oh. <laughs> we're, but like, we're, yeah, we're, 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 we're you funny guy. Were you the funny guy? Like, I was, I was just like, I was, like, I was uh, I'm still a little guy. I mean, oh no, 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 no! Uh, tell me again how little you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> how tall are you there, Kyle? How tall are you there? Oh, that roller coaster started yeah. going down. I was like, <laughs> Brad, a roller coaster quick, is what, something quick, that you quick take a drink. Quick take a drink. You didn't, you didn't get the glass to your mouth in time, Kyle. <laughs> it was. Uh, <laughs> I, you were gonna do a roller coaster. That was doubling down. He just dwarf adored. That's what he did. Fedor Fedorja. <laughs> I, I, I just did this on stage Anybody tonight. Anybody called you Fedorable? <laughs> Fedor- oh, my oh, God. That, that, that sounds like something that <laughs> Zooey Deschanel would make up. I'm, mm, I'm adorkable. Mm. <laughs> I'm a dork, but I'm adorable. I want, I want, I want to copyright, copyright Fedorable. Right? Yeah, Fedorable. that's it. Like that's something. I have never heard that, and yeah, it's yours. I yeah. see that showing up in promotional <laughs> materials. <laughs> Just make sure you uh, face with that hat. Make sure yeah. you tweet at Kyle Kinane. Uh, uh, <laughs> hashtag Fedorable. Just, yeah, just, hashtag Fedorable. Know, just a little throw. Just, uh, just a little recognition. <laughs> you sh- I mean, if you did make shirts with you and that hat and your face on it, you'd have to put Kyle's website on the back of the shirt. Sure, I would. Honestly, if you are failing at naming food trucks, just go into comedy <laughs> merch and you will find your... You will find your <laughs> oh, my God. It will be... What? All right. It'll, so, so many riches to ponder. <laughs> Instead of plunder, my, my skip that one. Don't use that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. My Don't favorite. That's a, there's other ones. My my favorite comedian shirt of all time was from a Vietnamese comic up in the Bay Area. I forgot his name, 
but he he, he tried to have a catchphrase and his ca- oh, and his, oh no. and his <laughs> catchphrase. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Tried Try to have a catchphrase. Yes, that's just sounds like, like he, sounds like he got shot in the middle of saying it the first time. Oh. <laughs> and his his catchphrase is some Vietnamese sound, which is like gung, like just just like that. <laughs> so he tried to make that. He tried to make that is his that catchphrase. When, is that when you can't move a file onto another file? <laughs> Oh my God! Doesn't 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 my computer make that noise? (laughs) (laughs) So what was his keep keep keep? So his so his catchphrase is and (laughs) on his shirt on his shirt that he sells after the show just says like G U N G. Okay, I really needed the spelling. (laughs) (laughs) And we all looked at him like. Who the fuck's gonna buy that? Like, no one knows what that is. It's like, yeah, when people come see my show and then they know. Oh man, that's the catchphrase. Like, but other, you, you, you've done open mics. No one knows what the fuck that is. Gotta get them gungheads together out in the street. <laughs> His fans are gungheads. The, the, the gung and the restless out there. <laughs> The gun, the gun guns. All right, I always go too far. Uh, uh, go too far. <laughs> Only the good die gun. Already yeah, we've good. come up with brought five it back. Better shirts. <laughs> yeah, better shirts. Better shirts. For this guy, do do anything. Uh, oh my god. Uh, so yeah, that, that that was the worst. That was the worst comedian shirt I've ever seen. Uh, what were we talking about? Anyway, very funny child. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, As a you young know, I'm man, always always <laughs> making quips. <laughs> I'm always curious, like if, like in school, like most comics, they were either like you know class clowns or they did it subtly, like you know, like uh, I, no, I, make I, fun I, of the teacher behind his back or no. I mean, I was just funny to like to my group of friends, right. but I, I wasn't exclusive. Like again, like the most dangerous thing I could be, like oh, I'm, I'm into punk rock. It's a like, good job. It's 1994 <laughs> and you're fucking seventeen. Everyone, yeah, everyone was. You're not a threat to the system. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, but so it's like I had my friends like you go to shows with your pals with the thing you done the weekend you went to all ages shows and yeah I, mm-hmm. I was and looking back as much as I was like yeah it was pretty funny I look back I was like no I was the loud one I was the one who <laughs> needed the attention gotcha right 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 and now that I I realize that like being a comedian I want I no desire to be the loud one or have any attention at a party it's weird you know, like how, it. it's weird how we we've all kind of switched yeah that now that now we do it for a living at a party we're kind of like hey, all right I'm I get gonna, yeah. my thing yeah everybody's gonna be at a party and somebody's still like the loud like all right how yeah. much how desperate can yeah you be? right like I already go out in front of strangers ever like this like you know what I can still talk to my friends if this mood hits me yeah but I don't need the adoration but yeah, yeah looking back I'm like. As much as I would think I w- would call myself a class, I'm like, I think I was just an asshole. I think I was just <laughs> louder than anybody. Well, that's I a good qualification just, to be a comedian. Yeah. I mean, I think I just interrupted other people who were probably funnier but more subtle. Yeah. Like, and then a fucking other thing. <laughs> this guy, what he's saying? And then that took precedence. Yeah. And Jen just Everyone a, focused on yeah, that. Yeah, and then a fart and a fall down. <laughs> And somebody helping me into a car after the party, and then fart to fall down. Fart to fall down. Yeah. Is that, it's, it's a it, Shel Silverstein poem that never it, got published. Yeah. To me, to me, it sounds like a like a like a nineteen twenties thing. Like, ah, oh, yes, hey, I'll go to the speakeasy. Have yourself a fart and a fall down. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, oh, you, you, you have that with your glass of sarsaparilla. Don't tell the gumshoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It was like every time. Like I think I was. I think I was hilarious at that party. Yeah. Like uh, you threw up naked. <laughs> <in the yard. laughs> 
I mean, to be fair, that's we all get funny. kicked out because of you, Kyle. Like, it yeah. was funny for a minute. <laughs> it took a long time to realize I was a fool and not a comedian. <laughs> like, uh, oh, you're a you're an asshole that people are laughing at. Was there some person or moment where you step back and were like, all right, there's a probably a better way to harness because you probably do recognize like that there is a you know skill that you have as far as making people laugh, right? That and the response you're getting. So then you're like, all right, how do I yeah. maybe uh, hone this in a little bit? I guess you know what that was college when I was like. I didn't. I didn't know what being a stand-up was. Like, yeah. I didn't know where. Like, I don't know when you guys started. What year? Nineteen. Nineteen years old. Yeah. Where, what year was nineteen? Uh, that was in two thousand four. Okay. I saw twenty-five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But like two thousand four, comedy was like known. Like, yeah. You saw yeah. guys. Well, like, well, like Comedy Central presents. That's when they were kind of at their peaks. Yeah. Where yeah. they had guys like uh, Dom Herrera and like the early yeah. Dan Cook one, and like like that was like must see. TV at the time. Yeah, and like Dane Cook's, and you're like, oh, that's yeah. a guy that's of a similar age. Yeah, right, right, right. Not right. doing, like, because I started in 99, mm-hmm. which means I was watching comedy, like, in high school in the 90s, where it's still the 80s leftover. Oh, no. And so there's, like, a very few guys that broke through that were like, oh, that's not some guy talking about his wife. Yeah. Or just making, like, like, Seinfeld's hilarious, but it still didn't seem, like, attainable when you're, like, going to all ages punk shows and you're, no. you're 18 and you also. Don't want to tell people you want to try stand up. You don't want to entertain people on purpose. No, we're fucking punk rock and we're in your face and I'll barf in the street and I'll piss on your fucking mom and I'm, I'm in your face. But also, everybody settle down. No, don't yeah. interrupt the show. Yeah. No hecklers. Yeah, yeah. No, no hecklers was like, I went to shows and watch guys get hit with beer bottles and be like, fucking bring it. And just, oh, you know, and then I want to go into an environment where it's like, everybody just be quiet, right? Turn off yeah. your like, I couldn't tell my friends. That's I'm what I wanted to, to do. It was the antithesis of I'm what trying I was to trying think, to like, like Was be, there a yeah. young, was, was, was they're like a young, loud, like, because you could say like the 80s and early 90s had like Kinnison or no, well, Dice it or was like Hedberg. No, Hedberg was yeah, the guy that was the first that, one for me too. That looked like he didn't belong. I saw him on a, a Rodney Dangerfield, like young comic special. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he didn't look like he belonged there. He was like Stephen Wright, but then Stephen Wright still seemed like he came from a world of comedy. Like, yeah. yeah. You can't imagine that guy also working at a pizza place. Never. <laughs> but like. I once spilled but, spot remover yeah. on my dog. <laughs> Pepperoni. Yeah. I haven't cheese. seen him in weeks. <laughs> yeah. Like, fucking, who's this guy? Yeah. Don't ever have him deliver my food again. <laughs> <laughs> he scared the shit out of me. Sorry, I forgot the wontons. <laughs> yeah. Here's your orange right. chicken. But yeah, yeah, Hedberg seemed like he was the guy. Totally. Somebody just pulled out of that restaurant. Yep. Like, Quick, do, you know the stuff you were saying that was funny when we were all having cigarettes in back? Dude, what a do great way. Do it on stage. Yeah. You're like, oh, I can. I get this guy. I know versions of this guy. I hang, yeah. I want to be a version of this guy because he's quiet and the things are thoughtful and he's not screaming at the screaming the jokes. Yeah. So that's when I went to school for writing. I was like, you know, God, and the most insufferable group of people are 19 year old fiction writers who think like. <laughs> The only, like, write the deepest thing you could ever think of. And oh. so many people talking about, like, and then I just took the whole bottle of pills. And if there was another one, I would have done more. And I'm, I regret living long enough to write this. And these oh, are all, Jesus. these are the men that made turn me a young boy into a man. And, like, people coming out and, like, these moments. By the way, those are all vertical horizon lyrics. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> vertical horizon. Yeah. God damn. Drink four if you're playing at home. Guys. What if I got, you know, we've been fighting about band names. We were going to go with Fedorables for a while. We are going to go with Freddy and the Fedorables. Hold on. Still have to. All right. Yeah. This one, I thought of this one today. I was on break. Yeah. Okay. You know how Horizon yeah. Yeah. goes this way? Yeah. Yeah. Horizontally. Horizontally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What are you getting at? What if it's a vertical horizon? <laughs> <laughs> 
<sighs> Look, I got to go. I got to go back to work, but we need to talk about this more when I come we, back. I mean, is this practice is done, right? Because this is too mind blowing. We can't even get to the music yet. <sighs> Let's all sleep on this. Yeah, come in with a new instrument, new instrument tomorrow. <laughs> so it's basically like if you look like at a sunset, but you're laying down. Yes, but it's deeper than that, Terry. It's deeper than that. It's a vertical horizon. It's always deeper. Oh, why don't we just name ourselves Diagonal Sunset? <laughs> Like, that's good too. All right, All right look, we're voting tomorrow, <laughs> guys. It'll be anonymous. We're just gonna we're gonna write our suggestions on a small piece of paper. Wait, can we? Oh, Brad's gonna gather them in his fedora, and we're just gonna choose. What about perpendicular dawn? <laughs> wow, perpendicular dawn. Perpendicular. No, you're right. The first way was better. The first way was better. <laughs> that, that's how these guys. This has to be the way they come up with the names, though. No. God, I hope so. I like if I somebody hope. just show up one day and just go, "What about ferret paragraph?" And they're like, "What? <laughs> I don't know, man. I thought about my pet ferret could write." And you're like, "All right, let's discuss that." Are, are, are you trying to say I look like a ferret because I'm the one that, write, that writes these fucking yeah. songs, no, look, Terry? It wasn't it at all, Terry. Yeah, Terry, Jesus. it wasn't it. That wasn't it. Why are you reading so into this? Because I'm the lyricist guy. <laughs> all right, well, I, I understand that. I understand you need to be in tune with your emotions. <laughs> There's one time we're telling you it's okay to check out. All right? <laughs> I'll take all those pills. I swear to God. We, this deal it's with the t-shirt place isn't going to last. <laughs> we got to get the fucking order Ferret right paragraph so. fits on the t-shirt. <laughs> this tour Can you imagine? Is- that you have, you have, you have, and then on the back, you have a ferret with a monocle and a quill. It is this It'll be tour, brilliant. This tour is coming up. We already got the dates typeset. We got Fresno, yeah. and Bakersfield, and then they- And back got, to Fresno. And, and Fresno one, for a second show. Back up to Fresno, and then we got the big homecoming one. <laughs> Visalia, uh, and that, that uh, bar's only staying open for six more days. Yeah, got the big one at the El Torito over in <laughs> Studio City, and uh, <laughs> we gotta, we gotta move some merch, We're guys. Closing out the karaoke night. Yeah, this we got Gung opening up for us. <laughs> you see how much money he makes on shirts, dude. He makes five grand a night in shirts. Nobody even knows what it means. <laughs> But they love it. <laughs> it's whatever you want it to mean, man. Wait, so how would you... Living that gung lifestyle. How would you assimilate to the uh, fiction? You said fiction... Oh, so I was always writing stuff that I thought was funny. Yeah. And nobody would laugh at it because they were the most... They're like serious oh, 19-year-olds or liberal. But they, you don't mm. know who you are when you're 19. Yeah. yeah. So that's when like, like there's still the teenage brooding and angst that exists. And this is how people are... That's the first time they're reading... Uh, you know, Kerouac and like, I'm just like Kerouac if he stayed in one place. <laughs> and they're just like that. And I was like, well, this is where I'm trying to write about the parties that I went to every weekend. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to be a good writer, but why can't I write about this stuff that's fun? Like, what? why does it have to be yeah. serious? You can be a good writer, and if it's hilarious, so, a couple of times people laugh at stuff in class. I'm like, all right. These are jokes. I put a joke. This is the, this is the joke that I got to. And then Would Upton at it. Sinclair yeah. write about seven minutes in heaven at a party, <laughs> Kyle? I was playing until seven minutes in heaven when I was 19. That's yeah. how long it's been since I've been 19. I'm like, uh, seven minutes in heaven. That's what the 19-year-old kids well, are doing. Who came up with that game, by the way? Like, did the guy... Uh, well, first of all, a guy. Yeah. Hey, all right, here's the concept. Me and a girl go into a closet, and then we have to make out for seven minutes. Yeah, but you think at one point he was heaven. like, 15 minutes in heaven, and everyone was like, whoa, dude, That's easy, perv alert. I think it was originally just, uh, I'm going to lock you up with me. <laughs> and somebody, Change the title, Greg. Some yeah. gentleman came in with like, how about a time limit at least? <laughs> We're not assholes. Let's put a time limit on. This wait, is my bar mitzvah. We want to be animals wait, here. It, wait, indefinitely? <laughs> indefinitely? 
And then was the what in heaven? Was, well, we got to make was an appeal. Argument? Right. Was there an argument? All right, twelve minutes. What, what kind of animal are you? Or do you think it was ever like thirty minutes in hell, dude? <laughs> Greg, have you been to a party? Yeah, that's thirty minutes in hell. <laughs> Greg and Terry, you're in the you're in there. What went on there? I don't know, but we got a new band name. It's Vertical Horizon. Oh, that's kind of isolation chambers working. <laughs> Think it's some weird shit. <laughs> stuff, weird stuff is going on yeah. at these parties at Terry's. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Terry, dude, fucking Terry, man. It. Yeah. Well, his mom bought the booze. Yeah, sure. <laughs> she Always did. It. Yeah, the high class shit. Yeah. <laughs> see, she, 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 she was one of those moms that was like, "No, you. Th- th- this is a fun house. This is where you can come over. It's as long as you're doing it here, <laughs> and I know you're safe." Yeah. Would you? Did you have those uh, friends or friends' parents? I I think like I missed that boat. I never. I've heard people talk oh, about man. like we always we always went to you know Carmen's house because like it's fucking I don't know why I went with that name. I don't know any Carmen. Sure, you I've know, never uh, met a Carmen. Did, I mean, That's why we're using safe names here. We know who we're talking about, but we're using safe names. Right? Cause, you know what I'm saying? Like, do Carmens really exist? San Diego, Electra, and that's yeah, about it. We'll yeah. be right back with more. Those are the only Carmens. <laughs> uh, so, so, and they were always like, you know, oh yeah, we went to their house, and the parents like not only were like. If you're gonna do it, do it here and stay here. Mm-hmm. But then they like smoked or drank with them, and it was like I, I no, just maybe there was just one girl in our school that uh, whose parents lived in Korea, and essentially she had the house to herself. <laughs> it was just like, oh yeah, come well, over to the house. And she, she just had she just had the house. She just had parties all the time. Yeah, or was all, she like respectful? All the time. I mean, she she would have them, and then she'd have like two weeks to clean up, like because then because then they would just come back and go. You still alive? Yeah. All right, we're going back to Korea. We trust you. Yeah, and then, you know why they had faith? Because their kid was Korean. They knew she was going to get it together. How <laughs> do you have so much faith in your kid? But yeah, yeah. If, 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 if you got Korean. like a... If, we're Korean. we got a Korean kid. She's going to be fine. She's going to be a doctor. Yeah, if you got like a white kid from Lexington, Kentucky, you don't yeah. exactly do that. The kid lives on his own because he wanted to. <laughs> I'm going to procrastinate myself from y'all. <laughs> Did you have crazy? Let me live in the shed. <laughs> Shit out that way half the time anyway. <laughs> Y'all let me use one corner of the fridge and I won't take this to child services. <laughs> Just let me shit out by the shed. That's all I'm asking. Make, let men let me and let me get the cable for the dish TV out there. Shit out shit out by the shed. Now uh Push the to- Wi Fi to that end of the trailer so I can get Shit out by the shed. Coming to ABC this fall. Hopefully. Yeah, man. I'm playing Call of Duty offline. That shit's boring. <laughs> Push the Wi-Fi to the end of the trailer. I'll, we'll call it even, you fucks. <laughs> we'll call it even, you fucks. Did you have those crazy high school parties, or did you go to any, or like, know, those man, can't I, hardly wait? Like, I didn't do... I love that movie. Good, me too. Good, good reference it's point. It's a great, by the a way, great all, film. One of the greatest high school movies, like, super bad, yeah. Very hilarious mm-hmm. and yep. great, and and probably like you know that that is for. But can't wait, wait, dude. I mean, like I don't know what it 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 uh, just pulled together so many elements here in one party too. Like yeah, I, yeah. Here's my only and don't, don't get me wrong. I love that movie. Here's my only quip about Easy. that movie. Okay, <laughs> I know I'm any, I, thin ice, you, Brad. Yeah, dude. If it's something not positive about Jennifer Love Hewitt, you well, can show yourself. Up. How da- how dare me if I say something yeah. not positive about <laughs> Jennifer right, Love Hewitt? Those titties? I've, are you kidding me? I have one rule in this apartment. Yeah, <laughs> don't up on Hewitt. Yeah. <laughs> Set a rough go. <laughs> Here's my one quip about that. 
is movies like that always encourage the shy guy to tell the hot chick oh, yeah. how he feels. Yeah. They always say, oh, well, it, it's going to turn out fantastic for you. It's going to be great. Yeah. Well, no, it's not. <laughs> well, yeah, nobody's looking at it. First off, I need to go back. Is Jennifer yeah. Love Hewitt in a show with a ghost horse right now? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the horse. Is it the horse, horse whisperer or the ghost horse? Here's what her here's what her you're, career is so you, much. You're right. I'm, no, it is. There is a ghost. I'm it's, rightfully confused. No, the, the thing is, is that, Norm, it's, that not, it's not a show. But when you say Jennifer Love Hewitt is the ghost horse whisperer, <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, that could totally be a show. But wasn't but she was like, she was in the Ghost Whisperer. Okay. She's talking quietly to someone or something. With, the fucking Horse Whisperer came out. Now everything's a, a whisperer. Yeah. If this, I was telling this joke in <laughs> 2002. What's the deal with whisperer? If my Andy Kindler impersonation allows me. That's uh, to also <laughs> everything's a whisperer. I mean, if the joke was also old, um, <laughs> whisperer. So okay. What's the one thing Bill Maher can't do? <laughs> Whisperer. <laughs> so my horrible Anakin Make black people laugh. Yeah, no, she's on. She, yeah. So it was, uh, she's whispering at yeah. something, but yeah. the horse. But the I think there was a ghost involved. There's a ghost whisperer. It's not a horse. No. I don't think so. It's not a horse. I think you're confusing. I think horse whisperer is its own thing. Okay. Yeah. Because no, ghost was, horse. Ghost horse. <laughs> that, sounds like, that sounds like a Nick Cage movie. Yeah. <laughs> I would watch. I'm more. I'm more of a ghost horse protector. What if it's yeah? It's not, <laughs> not a ghost. Bad. It's not a ghost not that rides the horse. The horse no. is the ghost, and yeah. every time the human tries to get on the ghost, he just falls down. And then the horse he, can't he speak, fall, but the horse he can just express, falls right through it. The horse can express dismay by shaking Wait, his head. Like, Cage never knows. He's always like, "What are you saying?" <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt is the ghost whisperer, a newlywed with the ability to communicate with the earthbound spirits of the recently deceased, overcomes skepticism and doubt. What is newlywed? I don't give a shit That's about her. She's never been newlywed. Explaining. No shit. She Just talks put, to dead people. We, we have to get these thank you cards done. <laughs> oh, not yet. <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> <laughs> what does that have to do? We, no, that's a plot point. Is we that, got two bagel makers. <laughs> what are we going to do with two bagel makers? Dude, one of them will be destroyed <laughs> when a poltergeist creates a tornado in your kitchen. <laughs> no need to worry, Jennifer Love, if you and new beau. Here, Why is this the worst thing so the, the, the worst thing that happened because of the ghost whisperer, <laughs> which is a sentence I've said numerous yeah, times, for sure. is the sure, fact that uh, Jamie Kennedy was also in that show, yeah. and, th and then they started dating. Yeah, he got he got to be with Jennifer Love. <laughs> yeah, and then wait, he and then Je and then Jennifer Love Hewitt would go to Jamie Kennedy's horrible comedy shows and oh, sell and sell his shit. Merchandise. <laughs> oh, she would sell. She would sell the merchandise. No well, that's he probably then made a fortune. Uh, of... Yeah, and people were, and uh, so many people lined up to like, can we just get a picture with your girlfriend? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> oh, Jamie, where's he now? Where is he? Uh, B Boise, Idaho. I'm guessing. You know, man, he his little experiment show where he played characters at the mm -hmm. prank show. I always thought that was pretty great. I like I like that show. Yeah, but then I, but then I heard. Stories about him oh, no. uh, yeah, I, from he, he, comedy club. Owners. He hosted a, a the reason I, I moved to LA in 2003. Yeah, 
because I'd finished college and like, well, now you just have to be a, a part of society. I was like, fuck that, later, and I moved to L.A. But so you, you were enough into comedy and uh, had that at the I forefront was, to I go did comedy for like four years, right? And I won like Comedy Central, either like Laugh Riots, yeah, whatever mm-hmm. they were, yeah. And I won the one in Chicago, or oh Midwest shit, or whatever. Nice. So I was like, well, I mean, if they think I can fly do it, me out for a comedy contest. I may as well just move there because I'm wow. probably going to be huge. And uh, I moved. By the way, you have to have those delusions, right? It was like, it, it, but I, I mean, like, that's I, a big deal. If they put their stamp on you, that is a big deal. But yeah. so. No, what? No, what? It was in reality was like, all right, I'm gonna. I live with my parents till I was 26. Yeah. I live. I lived that's at it. home until I moved to California. Wow. So I was basically okay. I'm either gonna move out and move 20 miles east into Chicago, and all of a sudden just have bills that I didn't have when I mm-hmm. lived a half hour away, <laughs> and be like, well, what am I doing? I'm just broke. Right. Uh, they went back home. They had lunch meat. <laughs> I got a hug if I needed it. Uh, I got this. Uh, That's all you so, need. So I'm like, well, if I'm going to move, I'm going to move big. Mm-hmm. And nobody, like, nobody moved. Like, nobody moved out of town that I grew up with. Oh, really? Like, I'm going for it, guys. Sorry. What sort you of know? response did they give you? It was a lot. You'll be of, back. Uh, yeah, well, it wasn't you'll be back. It was a lot of, like, for, the, for comedy. Say hi to Tom Selleck for me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, you're going to tell joke for a lip? Okay, buddy. All right. I mean,. <laughs> Good luck. Wish, wish you luck. Fuck. That's a little bit of deflection and also some concern for you, right? It, it, I don't even think it was deflection. Nobody had dreams. <laughs> like it was like dreams. It's the most, dep- most depressing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, where, where, the you're most, from North the most, Seattle. That's okay. the most like anti-Langston Hughes yeah. reference No, a lot ever. of people from where I'm from. I mean, well, a majority of the people from I grew up are still there, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like even Fullerton, at least, you're still near... Show yeah, like yeah t- we're thirty minutes saw, away. You saw people that like yeah. just would come up here and like I got auditions. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's why I was like, oh, you just go, you just have those. Like every parent just has their kids headshot just in case. Get yeah. a McDonald's commercial and play for your own fucking school. <laughs> like, just had that. Where I'm from, like not even the city where like I knew artists and everything. It was just the suburbs, and you just get a job, mm-hmm. and then do and then, that. And and then, then get old and die. Handle your shit. <laughs> yeah, handle and your shit. The yeah. most, the most proud you like handle your shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're not borrowing money from anybody, and you're not doing something illegal to make a living. Great, then cool. Yeah, and anything beyond that, like dreams, not past eighteen. <laughs> like if, if unless your dreams are getting you a scholarship, then those are real dreams. Yeah, but mm-hmm. you want to tell jokes? Fucking good luck, buddy. The rest of us are in bands. We know they suck, <laughs> but they're fun. Like none of us are gonna make it, but we yeah. have fun doing this. I'm like, well, that's what I'm doing with comedy, but I'll move. And Jamie Kennedy hosted this big comedy contest that I moved out here for, which I came in dead last. Uh, How'd that feel? Fucking, Please tell me they, the they told things. you that you came in dead last. I know I came in dead oh. last. That's how bad I did. Wow. He got progressively drunk, and we're forgetting everybody's names. I remember the people. There's some people on it that yeah. did great. I'm, I was on with Chris Fairbanks. Awesome. Oh, yeah. so, like, so, so some guys that I still know <laughs> from then, mm-hmm. and they, I know I got dead last because everybody on that show got on Premium Blend the year after. Except Even the you. ones, yeah, except for me. I never got out of it. And I came wow. to dead last, and then a stagehand drove me to what is the Roger room now, but stopped at a, at a Norm's on the way to buy Coke and farted in the car. <laughs> and she, uh, she was like, she's like a bigger gal in overalls. Oh. And she's like, I gotta get this is the best Mad Libs ever. Got, <laughs> I'm going to a breakfast place. To I want Coke. I, I want to just, I want to like compile all these LA stories because yeah, it's like this shitty Honda stuff. I was like wasted backstage, knowing I failed. Like I moved out here and mm-hmm. I just have to call everybody. Like, remember that big contest? Oh, I came in last. No, you thought it was I'll over. See, I'll see you guys at Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like, come on, but well, I'll get you to that bar. And she got as she got out of the car, as she's like trying to heave herself out. 
out of her oh. Civic. She just ripped ass and just went whoops and then <laughs> shut the door on me. And I she just, hotboxed you? Just fucking, yeah, just, just easy bake me in this fucking Civic. And I like almost threw up from so many things. Like just from being sad, from being drunk, from just breathing only farts. Only fucking state lady stage hand farts. And she got in and threw me this like magazine. Like she threw me a seal with some coke and like opened it up. And it was like big crumbs. It was like big blue cheese crumbs. And she's like, go for it. But like, are we supposed to break this up or something? Like, yeah, if you're a pussy. And I'm like, all right. And I just, oh, wait, you get some crack. I, I went for it. I went for it. And like whenever I got up, my nose just fell onto my shirt. Like, I yeah. fi- I'm sorry. I wish. Shake, that's, called, that's, that's called having a fart and a fall down. Yeah, yeah I had a fart and a fall down in a Civic. And then, oh uh, God! Yeah, sorry. Round- fall down with some cocaine. Roundabout way to say, uh, yeah, Jamie Kennedy was real wasted at that show. <laughs> How crazy is that, though? <laughs> to that. then years later be the voice of the network, I, uh, dude. That's fucking bonkers. Yeah. So many things. My manager was at. He called. Like I got a call. Like afterwards, like oh, the Booker from Jimmy Kimmel wants to see on a showcase. Like okay, something happened. Hell yeah! And I bombed at that showcase so bad mm-hmm. that my friend. Uh, <laughs> Was like, yeah, the guy who's here to see, he went to the bathroom during your set. <laughs> like, just walked out of the room. I and, love how they tell that, you that. that guy, yeah, it's my friend, too. I'm like, you fucking dick. He's like, you yeah. should know. I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, <laughs> no, you, no, he oh. shouldn't. The booker went to the bathroom during your set. It's my manager now, is that guy. I remind him of that story. So like, funny. I don't remember what you're talking about. I have no idea. I, was, I don't remember. Yeah, that yeah, night. I'm like, sure you do. Yeah, of course. Anyway, here's 10%. Here's <laughs> 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 10%. Maybe you could remember now. It really, it really is like I mean that's such a great example of just like you fucking stay dedicated and and persevere and like yeah. shit like that can come around to be I mean I'm sure that you had a flashback of that moment that story you just told when I mean I don't know how it goes down to become the voice of Comedy Central but like when that even becomes an option or, or a possibility do you have like flashbacks like oh man there's a time when I thought this network was going to be the thing that ruined me I, I don't even have flashbacks I have fear that I'm going to be back in that position like I don't know yeah, when it's probably good motivator when, though well like when I, I'll ask you guys when do you feel that things are stable if ever like man. when do you when yeah, do you, yeah, when do you never. not worry They're like I, I mean well, yeah. I'm really high. But even then, <laughs> yeah, that's then, about it. But then even then, I'm like, fuck, do I have enough Dr. Pepper? You know, like. Yeah, yeah. There's always I mean, a panic. Yeah, will you... I always be able to afford Dr. Pepper? <laughs> <laughs> will I have to switch to some off brand? Mr. Doc- Pib. Yeah. What happens when I just I just have Mr. Pib? If yeah. I watch the. I'm a roommate again. <laughs> and- God forbid I go down to something called Dr. Becker, which is just some cheap knockoff. Is that a real thing? I hope so. It's from the show Becker. <laughs> Ted Dan- it's Ted Danson Soda Company. Ted, Ted Danson. In the, in the show, he had it, and it's actually just props left over. By the way, Ted Danson Soda Company, a band I would go see. <laughs> if, it sounds uh, like they're like a jam band. If, uh, Ted, if, if Ted Danson Soda Company <laughs> was the name of a Comedy Central show coming on Friday nights at 10, what would that sound like? It would sound like... Uh, <laughs> The, oh god! I don't even know if I should say how many outtakes the engineer. You go. You go to DG. You yeah, to, Steve Nashin. Are you? Are you and Steve does a remote. Do you ever go in there to record? Yes. Well, you I have to. Do, yeah. Yeah, I have. You ever work with Gary? Uh, yeah. Yes. Gary's on the second floor. Well, I, for the listener, it's the the recording studio yeah. where we both do voiceover. So stuff. when I do the Conan promos, I go there uh, a lot, and then like. You know, remote stuff. Like, you have the same rig stuff to do on the road, right? Yeah. yeah. Do you just do it from home, then? Do you all do all I, I put a booth in the you room. You did put a booth in? Yeah. How Could, many How many uh, accounts do you have, if I can ask? Two. I mean, Hyundai and Conan. 
So those are your regulars. Yeah. So Hyundai is like three, four days a week. And when that became regular enough, that was like I should – because I was going to a studio in North Hollywood a lot. Oh, okay. And then when Conan happened, it was like, well, now that's every day almost. I mean, they take hiatuses. but Yeah. Uh, so it was enough to go – I know they take hiatuses on the program uh, last week. By the way, <laughs> crushed. last Dude, uh, okay. that was unbelievable. It's now also, you're being sincere and I was trying to be an asshole bringing up nah, that. <laughs> no, they're on uh, hiatus this week because they told me because I was out uh, there. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about that in a sec. But wait, so so, all right. So we won't make you do a fake Ted Danson sort of company. Maybe maybe at the end of the show. But I want to do a song like, like you walk down your stoop and you're a little thirsty. You head down to Ted Danson's soda company. And it's like a noodly solo that yes, nobody I mean, likes. That noodly solos are that, the best. See, uh, that sounds like the theme song. If that was one of those '80s or '90s sitcoms where the camera always catches the cast member what? doing something, and he what? looks up like, oh, I was just folding socks. Yeah, Smile. What's Danson doing? The, the, the intro yeah. to Saturday Night Live. Like, <laughs> oh, my God, I was getting a blowjob from this prostitute. <laughs> I wish it was those intros. I wish somebody had the balls to be like, "This is." can we do this? Yeah. yeah. Whoa, this is a not, pretty edgy show. Yeah, not We're someone the playing. musical guest, yeah. Ted Danson Soda Company. <laughs> yeah, not some guy just like, Playing chess with an old guy in yeah. Central Park and looking up like, eh, looking like I do a sketch show now. Like, or by the way, like making a hot dog from a thing that sells hot dogs. Or beating the guy in chess and then the guy like stabbing you in the back <laughs> with a knife and then you See, look and that's when you look to camera and go like, <laughs> no. I don't think he knows the rules to this game. Like clutching him. Right. As you're like dying out yeah, yeah. and bleeding out in the damn stoop. Uh, wait, so how do you get? How did that gig come about? Even I. Did you done voiceover prior? No, I did nothing. Wow. They're like, you want to come in and do these? I'm like, yeah, it sounds... Like, I, I approach it like every other audition. Like, yeah. I'm not good at them. I'm not a good actor. Uh, I just read, like, what's the character's name? Dave? I'm Dave. And then I just go in, <laughs> and I just forget the lines and everything. But I'm like, but I'm Dave, though, right? I mean, yeah. who, who's more Dave than me? Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you're and kind so, of <laughs> mastering, like, the audition process. And I, well, I've, I've, so I've never booked anything from auditions. And I'm like, you want to come in and try reading this stuff? For voiceover, I'm like, yeah, I'll give it a mm-hmm. shot. I'm like, all right, uh, yeah, South Park's on Wednesdays, uh, 9.30. Go watch that. And they're like, you want to come in again later this week? I'm like, oh, it's fucking at 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. What a drag. <laughs> like, I'm so lazy. Yeah. And then they're like, hey, if you want to do a few more of these, you know, we'll bring you on. And then I saw the paycheck from it. I was like, don't you dare fuck this job up. Yeah, right. This is stupid. This is like, I feel like I need to go find Jesus again. Because <laughs> <of this job. laughs> like, it's That's amazing. not, like, it's do you like feel guilt? Sometimes, and then I go. Realize, and no, you have but a booth the, in your house. That's why I still go to the place. I still make sure that I go. I, I still won't do it at home. So I'm like, no, you get off your ass and you mm-hmm. go into the recording. Like, it was a convenient thing at this point, and the amount of and and also Hyundai. They were like, my agent was like, it'd be cool if you because they were paying for it every time, you know, which was fine. But and, and I, the Conan thing made it when it, when it was like two things. Yeah. But also, I'm like, you know. I, I don't know what to, to not have to get up and drive there every morning was like is that's, nice. That's what I need because I still oh, okay. feel so guilty. Oh really? What a mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I've the amount of grinding. I'm sure you're the same way. Like in this business, like I don't and feel the amount guilty. of stuff. Yeah, because the amount of stuff you guys did for nothing. Yeah, man. Yeah, but then I still like. I was Wolverine at Universal Studios for six years. I don't feel guilty. No shit. Yeah, man. I had no idea. Yeah, <laughs> so I fucking earned it. <laughs> See, I don't, I don't have those stories. So I'm like, oh, you mean war stories? <laughs> yeah, theme park, trouble the days, theme parks, like, because well, that was the thing. Like, I never want to like, 
have to use my personality during the day. <laughs> and, and, and then like at night have to also want to tell jokes to people. Yeah, it's yeah. like anybody that gets a writing gig and you mm-hmm. see them and they always have the same answer. It's like, oh, how's that going? Because you know they're getting paid well. Yeah. They got mm-hmm. a steady job for the most part. Yeah. More than trying to find stand-up. Like, how's it going? They're always like, it's, it's good. You know, it's good. And you could tell it's their... Uh, I write jokes all day that I don't like, and then mm-hmm. when I get home, I don't want to do stand-up, which I miss, but I'm exhausted. Right. So they've kind of... Because they, they've been doing jokes all day. They, they ruined the thing yeah. that they love. Like, right. I don't have that much energy to be either like a server or someone where you have to deal with the public and be kind. And be creative somewhat. Yeah, be and, creative and kind and, and personable to make a living, and then also want to do that at night. So I yeah. think it, like... My last job, I closed caption television. Matt Bronger and I had the same gig. We worked at the same. He got me the job, and we closed nice. caption television, which is such an interesting uh, f- uh, part of Hollywood of seeing. And they're all writers. Cause it's all people that have to know grammar and how to type. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's everybody it's like that moved here to be TV writers or some sort of creative thing, and now they're typing out the words that other people wrote. Yeah. And they're like, well, I don't get a pilot, but here, you need to know. Oh, you need to You need to dictate keeping up with the Kardashians and it was just oh. reality show and so, so you saw these people who were script writers and they don't have jobs except writing out oh. real housewives like yeah in, no in, you get grab yeah. the spork you bitch yeah yeah indiscriminate shouting in brackets because you don't know what they're saying <laughs> and for all me, that stuff yeah and then it was like this moral oh, thing like, oh now I'm making sure that deaf people who maybe who wouldn't have had access to this trash yeah. might do something good for the world. Now I'm dragging them down to our level. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. Now, now I'm distracting them from real shit. Yeah. Oh hey, over here, over here. yeah. You want to waste your time like everybody else? Well, this is for you then. Yeah. And so How long did you do that for? That smells strong. That's a good drink. Yeah. You want some? Uh, no, no, I'm right. still good on that. <clears throat> How long uh, did you do that for? That was three years. That was the last. That was 2006 to 2009. Okay. So that was my last. So I always had day jobs up until 2009. I've only been in. No shit. Like living off comedy for. And then you. Seven years now. So. And you, uh, how, how far in the stand when you started like, op- you opened for Patton for a while, right? And still. Yeah, there was some spot. That was throughout <clears throat> like 2009 and 2010 that happened. And that was and then really in, uh, helped out a lot. 2010, you were named one of Variety's top 10 comics to watch. Oh, that yeah. That help. stuff. Now, you know what? I, I, I'm grateful for that. But anytime people think that's going to do something, like, mm. oh, I'm a top 10 comic to watch this year, all that means is you're never going to be that again. <laughs> and nobody cares. Like, Nobody cares if you were that guy last year. They're just going right. to look at the list this year. And then right. they're not going to care about this list next year. So it's nice that it's in there. And I'm, I'm like, thankful for recognition. Yeah. But that's when people let that go to their head. It's, yeah. You know, it's like some Al Bundy touchdown story. Of like, <laughs> so back. Back. I yeah. his new back face. Like, people are like, like, oh, that's not going to define you. Yeah, I got mm-hmm. a new face. Like, oh, I'm a new face. Good. I've been doing comedy for 11 years when you gave me a new face. Sure. All right. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, but it, I, I think it's good that you had that attitude about it, and because I would think a lot of people would just either a just think that okay, so now I've made it, I'm yeah, good. Well, what do you think's gonna come? Like, well, who's well, gonna replace hard work? And I don't want to sound like a fucking you know a farmer about it. No, but no, it's real. But nothing's it's true. Make up putting the time in. Like, you can hustle your way to good shows all you want. You can get mm-hmm. in the scene and schmooze with who and talk with who and get your. But if you still suck on those shows, people are just going to be like, oh, you know, a- other co- comics won't respect you and be like, oh, look who bullshitted their way onto a good showcase and then yeah. ate dog shit up there. Yeah. Now you're not going to get booked by anybody that's also at that showcase. Yeah. And you're just going to be like, a, 
uh, Hollywood, like just someone in Hollywood who's like wants fame and shit. I didn't want fame. I just this is the only thing I had a skill at mm-hmm. that I like that was difficult and challenging that I still wanted to keep trying. Everything else that was difficult, I gave up on. And like no sports, skateboarding, I sucked at, but I thought it was cool. So to hang out with skateboarders or BMX riders, <laughs> school was easy until I got to math. So I was getting A's <laughs> and everything except D's in math because I didn't want to try. Mm-hmm. And so everything comedy was the only thing where like, oh man. <clears throat> I had an awful set tonight. I cannot wait to go back tomorrow and try to do better. It was the only thing that challenged me that I wanted to be better at instead of giving up on. So I'm like, well, if I'm going to try and make a living off anything, it may as well be this thing. And just a living, not even like fame or fortune. Yeah, Yeah. just a living. Just the the bullshit I'm doing now to keep the bills paid. What if I could tell jokes and keep those same bills paid? That would be pretty cool. Do you still love stand-up as much as you did when you started? Yeah, I took the summer off, sort of. So I did a special in May. Yeah, it was and, incredible. Well, thanks. I was sick of all the jokes. Yeah. It was the same stuff in Hawaii, all that stuff. Dude, well, I was going to say, like, seeing, like that was I hadn't seen any of that stuff. Uh, but that's what I was still excited about. Then yeah. I did it for another five months, and I hated it. So I was like, just record this. And then all summer, I was like, because mm-hmm. I forgot why stand-up was fun. Why like going up on stage with new jokes that don't work and figuring out. I was like, no. yeah. Make sure this works over and over again. And so I just start, and then I slowly start like, oh, here's some new jokes that aren't good jokes, but man, I'm having fun telling them. Right. And they're like, oh yeah, I remember this. Make this is supposed to make me happy first. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's supposed to make me. The first thing it's supposed to do is make me happy. Yeah. Fucking audience, fuck a paycheck. It's supposed to make me happy. Yeah. First. And that started happening again. And then people started laughing at the jokes that were shitty. Uh, and so I'm, we're back. We're back in. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. Like, I couldn't leave for two. That. Well, I mean, it could. And now. <laughs> Because you, you have the new special, which by the time this comes out, it will, uh, it will have already aired. But people can go back to what the Comedy Central app and watch it. Yeah, I think it'll be for sale on the 18th. I don't know when this comes out. Okay, so October, this will come out on Monday. Okay, so yeah. the next day, October 18th. Yeah, it'll be like you could buy the full. And as much as Comedy Central, I hate that. Like they, you know, you get a butchered hour-long version like i know i talked for an hour and a half yeah mm-hmm. and then you see the edited version you're like oh my cut up all my babies and like, like <laughs> yeah how do you buy, just buy the, whole, buy the whole thing it's good yeah spend a few bucks buy the whole thing it's, it's there you go i mean it is most of what i saw in hawaii yeah pretty much probably fuck dude it was fun that was i mean as somebody who watches a lot of comedy and i mean Maybe I'm a little biased because I'm a big fan, but also, like, you ripped that room apart, and it was like, it seemed like you were having a great time. Well, and we so- were in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Like, I knew that Eddie Pepitone, like, I did a comedy festival there, and Pepitone was there, and I could not wait to see Pepitone in <laughs> you Hawaii. You know what? Just, like, the just- world's over! <laughs> and there's just the most gorgeous sunset yeah, yeah, yeah. behind him. Still angry. He's like, you Why am I supposed to like this? I don't understand. It doesn't matter when we all die. (laughs) (laughs) Just it was so fun to see him Uh, and then see him during the day like this is the best coffee ever. (laughs) Did you see the turtles? Did they put an umbrella in your drink, Kyle? (laughs) The turtles just come up to you. (laughs) They don't know why I met a turtle named Harry. They don't know why your dad didn't talk to you for ten years (laughs) when you were (laughs) twenty. Oh my they god. They don't care. <laughs> they don't care. But yeah, that show like I, I couldn't believe like why are you here? It's a Saturday night yeah. in fucking Honolulu. Do anything else. Do anything. Yeah. And then you realize outside. that no matter how good like what a great perspective thing of like, yeah, it doesn't people are still like, Yeah, I still live here. Yeah. yeah. It, my life is still miserable. I yeah. still make shit at a day job, barely pay my bills and yeah. you know, came to yeah. a comedy show for the same reason. I just have a lot better view than you do. Yeah. I just I can go to the beach and yeah. look at that and be a little bit that's why I feel about LA. Everybody's like, I hate LA. I'm like, it's fuck people come here for vacation. 
Yeah. If I could see a palm tree, I couldn't. Like watching TV as a kid, like any, like or like that, like uh, can't hardly wait. It's like whenever there was lockers outside, did you have lockers outside? <laughs> I did have lockers outside. God damn, that was yeah. like they just they could just they're just outside. <laughs> like there's never gonna be torrential rains yeah. or a no. blizzard. No, like, you're never have to gonna dig out your locker. That's not a problem. <laughs> no, we just had lockers outside. <laughs> like, Seventy seven and sunny every day. Oh god, I thought that would be like if I could just have a locker outside. If I could well, just you could, have a locker outside. Football team could beat the shit out of me every day. <laughs> a locker outside. Look at this, it's amazing. It wouldn't rust. No. Nope. Oh god, that's that stuff was a real treat. One thing I really one, uh, one day, Kyle. Like, yeah, <laughs> one, one day. day. I just want to lock Keep dreaming. Keep dreaming, man. Start a Kickstarter form somebody. Yeah, strive for that. Well, one thing I really remember from Hawaii is when uh, we all went out um, to that pizza bar after. Yeah. Remember? <laughs> yeah. And then I tried to fuck with the jukebox, and uh, and then, but there was one point when we were waiting in line for a pizza, and this is when like, like for you to be, uh, you're a big wordsmith. I feel like right, like you. I don't know when you became like a fan of, but you definitely like properly and appropriately use um, if I, just a lot of big words. But like that never feel, I never feel like you're taught, like you're like, I know a lot of shit. You just do, and they're always in context of what you're talking about to where it makes sense. Does they, that make sense? They never come naturally. Okay. It's always like, it's always said with a hesitation of like, I think this is where this word goes. This goes, yeah. <laughs> like I like to use a lot of words, but I don't want to be superfluous. <laughs> like, it's got to be some of the appeal of maybe you not making us feel so stupid. No, it's never trying to like. I just like <clears throat> realize how limited your vocab. Like I should be able to know more words. Totally. So I, like I'll make note if I'm reading or seeing. Like that's a good word. Yeah, that would definitely make what I'm trying to say a little funnier. Totally. Like, but then I'm never sure why I remembered it and what context it was. So it always comes out with hesitation. Yeah. Like never confident. Like oh, I know what this means. It's funny because then you see a guy like. Dennis Miller do what he does, and you, and you just go, how? And it's just how words. do you know all that? It's just a thesaurus with like bad setups. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you said something in line we were waiting. I remember because uh, I've quoted this to many people. Mm-hmm. When uh, there was a woman to our left, and she was uh, eating a pizza, and you look over and you go, "How's the pizza?" And she goes, "Well, it's the everything pizza, but you know, there's not really everything on it." And you kind of pause and you go. I mean, what did you want on it? Like garage door openers and PlayStation controllers? <laughs> like, what, like, what did you think everything meant? Right. And it was like, fucking dude, I lost it. And it was like, and then her face was just like, uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, oh, good, good point, you know? Oh, dude. There's it's... always moments where you forget you're at a show and that's not an audience member. Yes. I did that in Baltimore last, like, last week. It was like 3 a.m. at some Korean restaurant. I just had dr- drinks. We're just trying to like soak up the booze yeah, yeah. with some Korean food. And some guy at a table, like kindly enough, but was like, we're, like, we're playing the dozens and throwing a few jabs. And yeah. I, like it, but it was because I was in a seat and had to like just halfway turn around with a beer in my hand. And I was just like, you look like the most unfucked baritone saxophone player I've ever seen. <laughs> And if you could see him, I fucking nailed it. I nailed it. But then as it came out, I was like, wow, I was just real mean. Like, yeah. I really jumped ahead. Not a show. You know? But he laughed. I was like, I'm like, you know, I'm like, we're friends here. I'm not trying yeah. to be an yeah, asshole. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, I believe I'll excuse myself from this restaurant. <laughs> That's about it. I'm, not, I'm just going to get worse after this. We had a laugh yeah. on that one. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to Costanza this one. Go out on a high note. <laughs> You have to do that. I forget so, so many times when I like. Also, I'll do. I'll try to make jokes out of just you know um, survival. Like if I go to some function with my mom to some like 
temple auction or some shit. I'm around all these like older Jewish ladies that don't know how to really converse, and they they want to ask me about like. What did Sandra Bullock smell like? Or what's the comedy <laughs> game really like? Or just weird things. And then I try the to... Old Jewish women are like, what's the comedy game really like? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're old Jewish women. They probably have a son getting into <laughs> it. <know>. So. <laughs> they just want to hear your take and see if their kid's doing it the right My way. My son's a writer. Oh, it's so much of that, yeah. He, so much of that. I'm he, sure... Have you gotten like he the writes parent- for He writes for this thing called YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> he writes for YouTube, yeah. He posts his own uh, Facebooks. Those comments are his. They're, they're trademark comments. <laughs> <laughs> Have you gotten the referrals from parents or friends or people reaching out that are like from where you grew up? They're like, I might. I heard that you're doing it. I might follow the same path. And- nah, nobody's got dreams. <laughs> no. Wow, that's a real thing. Nobody's got dreams. Uh-huh. There's like, there's a couple people. Actually, my one friend is doing it, but only because he was the most maniac artist. In high, like in high school, when somebody's an artist that gets art, yeah, like I think in high school, like you're technically proficient. Like, boy, that guy can really draw. He can look at a yeah. thing and then recreate that or paint. But he was a dude that would just like he had like holes, he had, like very thin lungs and had holes in his lungs, <laughs> so he'd be out for a month. Like, where's Chris? Ah, his lung popped again. He's oh, not going to be in for a few weeks. Jeez. <laughs> so you go visit him, and he just ordered like he ordered mail order. This is like so this is like ninety three, <laughs> mail ordered. Like a thousand sets of those bamboo chopsticks from a fast food restaurant and just glued them together and make two six foot tall chopsticks. <laughs> Made a pair of six foot tall chopsticks yeah, I with mean, like an infrastructure so they uh, were three dimensional. I'm listening. Like, yeah. That's like challenge accepted. And and, and and like and like not a dude not not drugs, not drinking, just a fucking maniac yeah. with creativity. And now he's at a point, he's an art teacher in the city and doing great. And his wife's a lawyer. He's got two kids. He always will send out Christmas cards that he fucks with just a little bit. So the joke, like, he'll be, it's him and his wife and his two-year-old kid on the couch. But he's sized up his two-year-old kid just enough to where it's not like, oh, look how comically large. It's just enough for you to look at, like, the picture Christmas card and be like, what? Like, something's (laughs) off. Like, is his kid, like, does mm. he have a disease or something? Does <laughs> he have one of the burgers? He's just slightly larger than what he looks like he should be. Or he did one where he had his wife on his shoulders and then his kid was on his wife's shoulders. <laughs> and it looks so real that you just go to his Facebook page and, like, Chris, like, it's very humorous, but that you're putting your child in danger. <laughs> and it's all just Photoshop. And it's, he's just so good at just, fu- like, subversive Dude, art. That's brilliant, man. Like, just wanted, he, like, for his graduation present from high school, he wanted his parents to buy him a billboard, and he just wanted to paint it with whatever it was covering up. Like, if it was in front of trees, <laughs> he just wanted to paint trees on the billboard. I'm like, well, there needs to be more artists like this that are yeah. just out there to fuck with things. I know, yeah. dude. And so he's a guy who's like, yeah, man, I've been going to open mics. You've really inspired me. I'm trying to do this absurdist horror stand-up comedy right now. I'm like, I don't even know what that means. Yeah. But, man, <laughs> but I go see for it. it so yeah, bad. dude. So trying, trying to do like an esoteric take on... Yeah. You you know what I'm talking about, but not even Fuck, no I don't. But mm. not even like arrogant, like I'm gonna break down this form. It's just yeah. the way that guy's mind works. Is yeah. To just fuck with the world, like like a little, just a little kind of a prankster, like mm-hmm. a Brendan Walsh or Randy Lee. Yeah, type. yeah, dude. Like just fuck, like Brendan Walsh had that billboard <laughs> where something like like it was like a Sprint billboard, like <laughs> up your phone plan for just nine ninety a month. It was somebody holding a phone, but he had he like. Printed out something that he put on the screen of the phone on the billboard that just says, like, please call me immediately. Your father's been in an accident or something like that. 
And so that's what the text message says on this like unlimited data plan, ten dollars a month. Dude, that's he's probably smiling in the billboard too. Like, hey, I got this text. It's like no credit. Like nobody knows who did it. It's just so fucked up. So funny. Like that kind of stuff. Like oh god, like doing it not for recognition. Yeah, so admirable. Yeah, just do it. Uh, You have a billboard. I got a bill. Yeah, I was like coming to this. I'd take a picture of my billboard. That's hey, you got to. Incredible. Hey, uh, I've had a billboard on Sunset. We're in the. We're we the, did it. We're in the fucking Billboard Club, man. Oh man, you got? Did you? Did you have to like take a picture of it? And yeah, yeah. It we went down phones. there immediately. Well, I saw. I took yep. a video of it and sent it to him because I. I didn't. You didn't know when it was going to go up. No, I. I knew I was going to get one, but I had no idea when or where. And then yeah. all of a sudden, I get a text from Adam, and it's him. Dangerously, yeah, pulling, pulling his car over, over across <laughs> five lanes going, of traffic. Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, come on! But like filming it as he's pulling over, as you see like Italian guy going, "Hey, what the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> and it was on Instagram, so it probably would have posted if I died. And yeah, yeah, in yeah. case I would have got a lot of likes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. He died. He died doing what he loved. <laughs> Taping billboards. Taping billboards. I guess this special's in uh, memory of Adam. Yeah, God. Selfish prick. Can we edit the credits. <laughs> In, in memoriam, can we uh, can we do an RIP photo at the very end and uh, grab one of the photos of him as Wolverine? <laughs> well, I mean, a great idea. Oh, By the way, God. that's going to be my in memoriam picture. That's your memorial card. Wow, it's you with like a girl <laughs> face. <laughs> oh my God, it has to the be fake claws up there. Like it has to it's, be. It's, Adam loved his job. <laughs> It's like it's like when you go to a gig and you realize you should have gotten there early so you could put your music on and so yeah. the DJ was like, maybe these are details you do actually have to pay. Yeah. Like, listen, mom, yeah. dad, I don't want to get morose and talk about if I pass before you guys, but don't yeah. do any corny shit. Yeah. <laughs> let me pick the music. Let me, yeah. Yeah, let me, I got the- a playlist I've already kind of been listening to. God. You know, it's so, it's so funny you mentioned that I yelled at a sound guy not too long ago because I got there. I got I got to the gig and he was playing like Enya shit like like uh, it's it's comedy it's Friday night you know it's a good night and you're walking in like who can say where the road leads and you're just like what the fuck Who's ready to laugh? I almost like that juxtaposition of, of, a, of a DJ. Just again, that's like that's that prankster stuff of like. Right. Let me pl- let me crank some of this. Let's see. As long I would have liked it more if it was like turntable DJ and he threw in a little errr, errr, like, like like he was like scratched his way into yeah, Enya. Yeah, like, like he was like scratching between like he would go back between Enya and Sade, just like go back and forth. <laughs> That see, I respect that. But you, some but lyric where a guy's play. like, "Yeah, I'm gonna end ya," and then he scratches into Enya. <laughs> the true DJ purist, you're like, "This guy's fucking good." Yeah. Dude, Brad Williams is bringing out. Yo, DJ yeah. Fedorable is his fucking killer. your side, <laughs> baby. Uh, wait, yeah, that is a big deal, by the way. Like, don't sleep on that at all. A billboard in this sit, like that is to yeah. me. Like, I, I almost no, feel like I that's, think that's it's pretty cool. Yeah, all right. So and, you acknowledge that? Yeah, and you people got who work in side. this town, you you forget. Everyone who does stuff in this town, they drive up and down Sunset at some point. Yeah. So they'll so they'll see it and go. Oh, There's never not a part of me that's not like, oh fucking, now people are gonna weigh in on this shit. Yeah. Like there's never like I know. I it's still- sad that nowadays that's a thing you have to think about because you're like, oh god, someone's gonna tweet me. Yeah. So, so someone's gonna comment on my YouTube videos. Yeah. Or just no matter like no matter how many times somebody says something nice, there'd be one YouTube comment like fucking faggot. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, 
All right, now I no, now I got to remember my YouTube password so I can respond to this guy. Because <laughs> I'm because I'm going to change his mind. Yeah, because I'm going to win an argument on the internet. Like, I don't know why that stuff still bothers me. Yeah, like, like, I, I, I mean, it's it's, 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 just, it's, it's a part natural. of it's doing someone, what we do. I think. Yeah, it's someone saying something negative about you, making well, yourself. I mean, I'm sure. You, uh, have you? I mean. Also now with the, your podcast too, um, the the Boogie Monster. Yeah, oh, which, yeah. an amazing title for yeah. a podcast. <laughs> Already listened to a few episodes. You and Dave have a great rapport. It's real dumb. <laughs> yeah, but dumb, great. Yeah, we didn't set out to make it. Hey, not, you're clearly not breaking a mold. You're talking to the people that have set the Guinness World Record for the most ducktail references in one podcast. Yeah. So yeah, you're not. We're, I can't we're not, believe we're not looking at you like we're all high I, I can't believe you beat those other guys. <laughs> <laughs> with two, <Yeah. laughs> with one Scrooge McDoof, yeah, yeah, they didn't yeah. even get it right. You yeah. said one guy from Guinness going on. Oh, now I got to listen to all the podcasts. <laughs> you, you guys are serious about getting this in the book? You all fucking right. assholes! I got to listen to all of them. Where does the boogie monster come from? That's just Dave and I were just uh, Dave's an avid, uh, a staunch Bigfoot supporter. Nice. Oh. And I'm I'm uh, He's myself. One of those. Yeah, and I'm myself. Uh, entertain beyond the the point of uh, just uh, uh, like silliness in sure. supernatural things. I've always said like I'm uh, very liberal politically, but I'm very conservative with supernatural stuff. Like mm-hmm. I ignore all science and I just go with my heart. Yeah. So no matter how many facts about aliens that aren't real, I'm like, nope, they're there. I know they're there. Wait, didn't you? That was one of your jokes on Conan, right? I had the joke on Conan. Oh shit, I didn't put that part on Conan. You did. Oh, now he caught me doing Wait, a bit. No, no, I didn't. No, cool it's fine. Why fig- no, 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 no. It was. I, or, but it is a philosophy. I've, like, yes. I do ignore any, something about going with your heart. Anybody that's going to tell me about science, like, fucking cool. Look, way to go. You proved ghost wrong. Yeah. I'm just trying to find a a, a, a subject matter that's not horrific in today's society. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Good for you. Ghosts and aliens aren't real. What do you want to do? Talk about the election? Yeah. That's a fucking drag. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't care how many Trump jokes you have. The reality that, in this, I, full disclosure, yes. I made a tweet about this. Yeah. The reality is he's going to come in second place mm-hmm. to be the president, which means we've already failed as a society. Because that guy got that far. He got to second place. Yeah. That's already we failed. As, uh, what was wow. It? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Adam, I think it was you, at least, or I, I, was, was it you who said... Now, like, grab him by the pussy is going to be in history books. Oh, I said that, yeah. Yeah. I go, like, the, there's going to be 15 years from now, like, a history teacher's going to be like, oh, it's yeah. the Gettysburg Address, of course, uh, 9-11, and then... Uh, the downfall, yeah. Remember when the host of The Apprentice <laughs> got second place and said, grab him by the pussy and that? Like, I mean, it's fucking bonkers. Every time I see him on TV, I don't, and we'll wrap it this part of it at, up after this, but, like, I... It's... I, Again, like what you said, you, you summed it up perfectly. It's like the fact that it got this close. Mm. There's, I mean, even it, okay, well, we would talk about it. All right. That. <laughs> but I feel like even if you're staunchly Democrat or staunchly Republican or staunchly any party, like it, it behooves you to like see the viewpoint from the other people. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I know, like I have a friend who this was, you know, back in June I talked to him and he's like, I'm going to hold my nose and I'm going to vote for Trump. He's a he's a white guy with a family in a suburb of a place that's not even a city in Iowa, mm-hmm. and he's a gun loving, God fearing guy. Yeah, 
And like, I get you're not exposed to a city. You're not around diversity. Yeah. All your information is coming from the news. Yeah. Probably Fox News, and that's going to mm-hmm. shape how things are horrible. <clears throat> Just like how CNN's going to shape how you want to think if you're a Democrat. Yeah. It's all trash. Mm-hmm. But so, like, I try to put myself in a shoe. Like, they're not demons. They're not all demons. <clears throat> yeah. You can understand why somebody would feel that way. Now, if you're still a Trump supporter, it's like, you're a demon. Yeah. You're <laughs> yes. probably a demon. Or you're like my friend is like I hate him, but I don't want a Supreme Court justice to be right vote against me having my guns, and so they're making that the reason. That's that I have the reason. To side with that, yeah. like there's other reasons as opposed to that, like that person or that person. It's all the ideology that goes with that. Like, all right, it's making me more more open minded, makes me a better comedy writer. Whereas opposed to like, if you think like I don't like comics that just have a point of view and they're right about it and they never offer a solution. To the problems they're complaining about, or never try and empathize with the other thing they're arguing against. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like that pissed me off. Like, I'll tell you, man, Trump sucks and he's terrible, and we got to vote for Hillary. Cool. Why? Why, like, man? Is it funny other than the obvious reasons? Or do you know Sam Jay? Yes. Sam Jay's fucking hilarious. So great. And is that Bonner with her? Okay, yeah. yeah. Sam Jay, um, uh, uh, like I don't, I don't know why I have to feel like, oh, I should like let the note, but no, yeah, like, black married lesbian. Yep, mm-hmm. did a joke defending Donald Trump, and it was the fucking most refreshing, hilarious thing I heard. Love it because it was her just going like, I get it. There's a lot of old white dudes that just thought they could just be racist. They fought in a war, <laughs> they lost a leg to just be racist at home, and everybody's coming in like, you can't even say that stuff in your own home, and they lost a leg in a war just to be sit at home and be racist. I get why you'd be mad if that's going away. And I'm like, you took the opposite of yeah. everything yeah. and justified it for comedy. And it was hilarious. I love comics yeah. that do that. And you, like, obviously, that's not what she believed. But no, what, of course. What a funny the fact that she challenged herself to do it instead of like taking the easy way, like, oh, Trump's bad because this. Yeah, we all know that. We're at yeah. a comedy show in right. West Hollywood. Yeah, of course. Like, You're gonna get an applause break. I want to hear. Yeah, good. Yeah, get, you got an applause break. Guess what that is? It's not laughs. It's mm-hmm. not la- like. You want to do that? Either do that joke in fucking Texas. What a great point to make, by the way. Like, yeah, an applause break break is not laughs. It's not people. You don't want people being like, yeah, I believe in that too. You. It still fuels that part of your ego. For sure. A good set does because you're like, oh, I I made points and people agreed with me. Like that's what laughter is. It's people. Sort of agreeing with you. Yeah. It's funnier when people don't agree with you, but they're laughing because the joke's that good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like that's good comedy when like. Oh, you said something I completely disagree with. But yeah. It was so funny. Right. <laughs> that was great. Uh, I want to make sure I get all of your plugs because you have a ton of stuff. Uh, in addition to the Comedy Central special that uh, came out on October 15th, where you guys can go back, get it on iTunes and Comedy Central app and all that. Uh, you're on the Judd Apatow series Love, which is on Netflix. Yeah, you see my ass. What? There you go. I mean, good what? way to How sell. Nudity? Yeah, Kyle Kinane. Got two nude scenes this week. Whoa. Two. Where's the other one? Uh, on Those Who Can't on True TV. Yeah, Those Who so Can't good. on True that TV. Non sexual nude scene. You play Ron Knorr. Yeah, Rod, yeah. Rod Knorr. That show is so funny. Alcoholic history teacher. Is that a go. fun show to do? It was a great show to do. All, all those dudes are my pals. Yeah. And I'm so glad and they there's a finally get that show going. Fuck ton of guest stars on there. They're always bringing yeah. awesome people. They jam it. like that. It's like one of those shows that's just joke after joke yeah. after joke where there's no. Those who can't on True TV. Wait, I need to know, like, going in, I mean, 
obviously you didn't come to Hollywood being like, I'm going to do stand-up, and then at some point, my ass is getting out there, too. Uh, that was Well, that's the real acting part. We're like, oh, fuck, you want me to shave my beard and be a real person yeah. in this? Yeah. You want me to portray a real human being? Not yeah. just my comic persona yeah, like, that, you know, I, that I built. The beard is the reason I get anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's a false sense of security. I shave my beard. Yeah. Like, I've still told a joke before. I yeah. just look like Charlie Brown grew up and got into pills. <laughs> like, it's not a good one. I've heard, I've heard that joke eight times, and I still fucking love it. You're getting so busted for doing old bits no, of no, yeah. I don't The care. intro to this podcast is just like, well, you might remember this podcast from, well, you know, five, six yeah, years yeah, yeah. ago when you heard all of it. Yeah. You've uh, no, you've heard various parts of this podcast on his second DVD I, called I Liked His Old Stuff Better. Go on, pick up the back catalog if you like some of these jokes. No, not at all. That's, yeah, so... So were you like nervous to go in to, to have to do that, or was that just like at this point? I feel like you're pretty fearless, and you're like, "I'll do it if it's funny." No, well, what that was, was my first like, oh, it was a real acting thing. Like I had little bit parts yep. here and there, and some funny like sketch stuff. But I did those who can't last. Yeah, that's fun. It's my friend. Yeah, this is like, oh, this is a real production yep. on the Warner Brothers lot. Like I'm going on to the lot of like this is. And Judd being a part of it. There's like ranch dressing at the craft service table. This is serious. Real craft service. (laughs) Yeah. Real stuff. Yeah. And real actors and real directors. And that that day, I was 45 minutes late to set. Oh, no. First shot of the day. No. And I just totally slept through. So woke up, didn't even shower, fucking sped over there, had to just cram my dick and balls into this weird gopher trap wine gift bag <laughs> so you, you so you met my ex-girlfriend <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey that's at funny brad on twitter <laughs> but it's like you, you ever let's see like the gift bags that they give you for a nice bottle of liquor it's yes like a long bag with a drawstring they're like here mm. put this on and i was like how and then i just crammed something that really didn't fill out the expectations of that piece of costume <laughs> and then i had to just jump in there and be like all right now you're naked in a bed with uh gillian jacobs and i was like i'm so sorry i smell and it's hot you're just under st- you know stage lighting oh man and i'm just nude did you use the old line on, stinking so <laughs> yeah. bad i felt like a fucking asshole did you did, did you use the old line uh i i apologize if i get a boner and i also oh, apologize yeah, yeah, if i don't yeah, I- <laughs> I was so I love scared. that line. Whose line is that? I don't know. I I, I don't know. Whose some line old is that time anyway. Some old time like actor. Fo- it, it, yeah, I've heard that said about like that's what people say in, in nude scenes. Yeah, I said nothing. I was just like, <laughs> I felt I was raised uh, with very, with so much respect mm-hmm. for women that I'm mostly afraid of them, <laughs> and I was just like, I am so sorry. Was this okay for you? She's like, it's acting. It's fine. She's a pro. Season pro. Yeah. yeah. You're like, is this, I'm sorry, is this, should I be here? Oh my God, I'm so, she's like, just, it's fine. And it made me like, there's no way I can excuse fucking up a line in this because I'm already late. And then when you're late to a fucking movie set or a TV set, and it's not, that it's crew guys, it's sound, it's yeah, light, yeah. it's, it's a dozens lot. and dozens of people. They're, they're, that, they're working harder than you. They're <laughs> all working. I was just talking yeah. about this. Like, anytime an actor's like, it's so difficult. Fuck. Fuck you. off, man. All you have to do, do is crew. remember the yeah. lines. Yeah, yeah, dude. And so, like, go I get can't. your fucking latte. So that's, that's why I'm like, I'm crushing these fucking lines right now. The, the only thing I can do is, like, at least apologize by going, nailed it. Good. Yeah. Do it again. 
to remember the lines, and maybe that's why it worked out. And it worked out, and Judd was pumped. Yeah, that, that man, well, he, they didn't have me back for the second season. But, uh, well, I mean, they saw your ass. I mean, what? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of peaked <laughs> early, didn't you guys? <laughs> Viewership dropped after that one. And then uh, I also <laughs> want to make sure that people go to iTunes and get yeah. a really cool movie that I, that I saw you in called uh, Be, uh, Be a Man. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's uh, there, there's 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 a guy who's getting married, and he uh, he was raised by all women, and he doesn't know how to necessarily be a man. Ray, Ray Harrington. Yeah. Ray Harrington out of Providence. Yeah. So they interview a, a ton of Very really great guy. comics and actors and yeah. just cool people, and they kind of go through what what everyone's opinions of what it takes to quote unquote be a man. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. And, right. it, it, and it's a fun, it, it's a fun watch. It's an, it, it, it's an easy watch. And I highly recommend that to anyone out there. Yeah. And Ray's one of those guys, like, I, like it was a rough room in Providence. I don't know if you guys have played. Providence. Yeah. yeah I've the done co- it. The comedy. Can I, yeah. I love the guys that run that place. I love them. But the yep. audience was kind of like, man, you guys are fucking dickheads. Well, yeah. So, er- and, and early the, shows. Great. Late shows. A fucking war. Oh, Jesus. And it's just like, why are you even here? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Ray's like this guy. Like, oh, seeing him in the first show. Oh, you're a great writer. Your bits are amazing and smart. But then also you're from this scene. So the late show could handle any bullshit thrown at him. Like, yeah. I need to never complain about like, oh, the audience was rough. Like, because I just got shown by Ray Harrington that you can do both. You Love can that. know how to handle an audience and then convince them to listen to you do higher level shit that you want to talk about. Yep. And so big credits to him for that. Awesome. Uh, is, did, did we forget anything to plug? Uh, I did a movie in 2005 called Cheerleader Massacre Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really trying to get the DVD sales of that one up. We'll go see if, 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 if you do anything. A lot, of, a lot of hungry, a lot of hungry crew members still from that one. Boost the Amazon rentals of that one up a little bit. I do. Uh, I do need to know real quick if we can take two minutes on this. But like, Drunk History is my favorite show. Oh shit! I'm on the one tonight. F- for real? Yeah, I forgot the semi DVR. <sighs> oh, mindset. Well, I did. I'll be watching so good. I'll oh, go okay, yeah, I'll, no a- joke. Come over and watch it. Kirby <laughs> Enthusiasm and Drunk History, my favorite shows. And you're fucking. So this will be your how many times? My third one. Yeah, dude. I think I have to die on the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw Nick Rutherford tonight, who's like, you know, I went to SC oh, yeah, with yeah. a great buddy of mine. And I was telling him, I go, God, you're so. It's so great. And I'm so jealous because I want to so badly. And then we just start talking, you know, be a storyteller. And we're talking about it. I go, it's kind of a flawless show. And it's fucking. Derek is so. Brilliant with the setup at the beginning, like with getting some sound bites from people mm-hmm. in the city to kind of set the tone for the the theme of the show, and then the stories. And Nick was telling me he goes, uh, and I don't, I want to just hear real quickly if this has been your experience. He goes, I remember I started telling the story. He goes, and then I woke up the next day, and he goes on, on this last pass where he oh. was like the medic. He woke up with an oxygen thing over yeah. his face. Oh yeah, because I know they have a medic there, but he goes. And he was saying that Derek said that most people leave, uh, and he says that m- most times every people everybody gets a little racist, and then come, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then casually drops that yeah, line. Everyone and, gets a little racist, and then comes up at some point and goes, "Hey, uh, when am I going to tell the story?" Like because I guess they've <laughs> wow. just. Wow. I've so, always heard, and they always call the next day to apologize. Like, yeah, I'm sorry I ruined your show. Of course, and, and like, it no. just means they did the best on it. Right. Yeah. The first time I did it. I the next day, like I got the oxygen the night before. This is all uh, retold to me. Yeah. Or, or I just woke up the next day walking through my apartment, like it was like a little too clean, <laughs> and it was like an abduction sort of thing. 
I was like, something happened here. Mm-hmm. Didn't remember I did the show at all. Oh, but, my but God. But felt okay. Yeah. Because they gave me oxygen. Right. Not as like you almost died, but like this is going to help with a hangover. Like you see yeah. oxygen bars in Vegas. Now I'm like, oh, I get it. Yeah. I want do that. those. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's good for you. Yeah. I just, just woke up kind of like, oh, I feel a little bit out of it. But also, like, why, are, why is everything like a little bit nicer than how I normally <laughs> keep my apartment? And it was so eerie for about a half hour going, no, I know I did a thing. I just don't remember what the thing was. Fuck. I'm not calling anybody yet because I should be able to remember. Right. Yeah. And then it was, oh, I barfed all over on TV. <laughs> oh, wow. And then the second one, I did the same thing. Mm-hmm. And how'd this last one go? <laughs> and the third one, I didn't barf. But I think I just got real mean. Progress. <laughs> it's fun. Progress. Got, got Derek, a little racist. Derek was doing. Derek was only doing, four n words this time. He was doing a live. Uh, he's like doing a panel about drunk history at a sketch fest in San Francisco earlier this year, and it was me and Eric Edelstein and Steve Berg. I love Edelstein. Do you know Edelstein? Ed, Edelstein's great. We didn't know each other too uh, well. We okay. all just knew that we were the utility drunks for yeah. Derek. <laughs> Like, get your celebrities, but then get the fucking yeah. the guys that are going to go off yeah. the cliff. The guy who did the very first one on Funny or Die, Mark Gagliardi, I worked with at Universal yeah. Studios, and he was here a few weeks ago. Oh, I did, the yeah. V- Mark, and he does uh, Pistol Shrimps Radio. Right? Yeah. Yeah, he, he, we had a little viewing party. Oh, nice. But, so, was Steve and Eric and I, and we're all like, we're just Derek's puppets. <laughs> he knows we're going to get drunk, and we're just helping him get further and further along. <laughs> And here we are, just left with our day rate and liver problems. <laughs> well, fuck this guy. And we all so we proceeded like we got, and we're all up there because we're doing this panel for like, fucking, we're gonna turn on him. We're gonna turn the table. And all we did was get so shit faced before this panel. We did exactly what he wanted us to do. Yeah. First, he's like, I want to take you guys to dinner. We go to dinner. He pays like he pays the waiter. Doesn't check his stuff. Doesn't realize he only paid for a bottle of wine that he ordered at the table. <laughs> so now we still get stuck with the bill for dinner, oh thinking he's going to take us out. We're like, fucking Derek. Yeah. And all that happened, we did exactly what we did on the show without the cameras on. We got shit-faced. Edelstein got sent home. Like, I went to order a drink, and the guy was like, you know your tall friend? Yeah, we put him in a cab. Like, <laughs> sent him back to the hotel. He had to disappear. We're just... I just I was like, oh, he got us again. <laughs> oh, Derek Waters, you got us again. You, Did you know him prior to the you show? Sneaky son of a bitch. Yeah, I knew him from yeah. doing Channel 101 stuff. Oh, nice. I didn't know him very well, but like knew him from like being at parties. And yeah. I, I like Derek. Oh, he's a good guy. Seems like I, it. I know he's like, I make my friends get sick on television. <laughs> yeah, but like they're doing it anyway. Yeah. This is why I can pay my rent. But <laughs> like I got my own guilt. Like, right, well, you sign up for it. You, you, you don't real like you know that you're gonna be drinking. It's not like someone shows up and then you just throw yeah. a funnel down their gullet. But have you ever been uh, professionally filmed blacking out? No. Nope. So that's where you always like. I want to be on that show. And then you watch yourself, and you're like, I might need an intervention. Oh, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, that, my mom was like, she's like, it was very funny. The first one, she's like, it's very funny. Uh, I'm not going to tell the family about this. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else, I'm proud to share. Yeah. This one, I will not. I will tell you uh, about uh, the I love movie you, watched, you made in 2005. She, well, that, no, everything else. She Now she couldn't stop asking, when's the new Drunk History on? When is oh, that's the drunk? best. Nothing else. She doesn't care about anything else. When's the new Drunk History? Like it, She loves it. That's oh, dope. She does. And I'm like, I didn't throw up on this one, Ma. 
I don't Why know not? Makes, I don't know if that makes it worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Progress. Like, oh, I'm not going to even watch it now. <laughs> and then uh, everyone check out the podcast, The Boogie Monster. And, uh, yeah. You betcha. On yeah. iTunes. And just get more of this. If you like this episode, then obviously you'll like subscribing to The Boogie Monster. And if it happens, if I get just high enough to write an actual pilot script, then mm-hmm. maybe you'll hear a commercial for Ted Danson <laughs> Soda Company. Ted at some Soda Company. <laughs> Fridays at nine. <laughs> Couple of dudes with guitars in the barn, <laughs> noodling their way into your hearts. Uh, dude, thanks for doing this. Oh, thanks for having me. This Glad was super out. fun. Yeah. I know we. Uh, I brought it up. I think at the end of Hawaii a long time ago. That was over a year ago. Why? Well, no, it was December. Yeah. It was that there for December? Yeah. All right, so I was less than a year. God, I'll be back. Wait a. F- <laughs> uh, thanks, man. Thank you. This was a blast. subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? (laughs) Nice. Stop letting fibroids and endometriosis take over. Right now, thousands of women who have visited the specialists at the Center for Innovative GYN Care are saying the same thing. I shouldn't have waited. Waiting to treat a GYN condition can prolong the symptoms and often make them worse. Fibroids will grow. Endometriosis will spread. Why are you waiting? The CIGC specialists use exclusive laparoscopic techniques to treat complex GYN conditions. You don't need to suffer from abnormal bleeding or pelvic pain. Book a consultation at InnovativeGYN.com or call 888 Surgery.